Oh, yeah. yeah. We're talking about Moist and Cox and shit like that. Right. <laughs> Yo! So, uh, Wimby, right? I'm looking at all the posts all on TikTok, on ESPN, YouTube. Everyone's saying they're glazing him. Whoa! <laughs> what does that mean? Does that mean praising? Or do I put... Okay. Shit. My mind's in the gutter now. Never mind. I think I answered my own question. That's Are you proud of yourself? That's crazy. Are you <laughs> proud of yourself? I know you did research for the perfect one, too. Don't worry about it. I don't like want it glazing. to sound like, you know, poop hitting the water, which is a more... <laughs> nah, this did is, you hear the density of that one? This listen, is, that's a load oh, right there. That was a load. This is purified listen, water. Listen, listen. <laughs> do you hear the density? Like a, somebody dropped a brick? <laughs> I yeah. perfected that shit in middle school, You know school, what that bro. was? That's that's the waters of Lake Monotonka. Okay, that's Prince, what that is. Now. That's what that is. So they're saying glazing. Yeah, that they're praising him so much, they're hyping him up so much that they're glazing him. Oh, and I'm like, what that does that mean? Foul. He's looking real glossy. That yeah. is foul, bro. That's. Mm-hmm. I know a lot of women getting moist over him. Don't nobody want to get glazed when they're not ready. <laughs> <laughs> they, they don't want to get glazed when they're not ready. That's not consensual. I'm telling you, bro. That's like Dwight. Nah, Howard. glazing doesn't feel consensual. That's that's Dwight Howard's status right there. Oh, oh, yeah. <laughs> that is. Let's talk about it. You want to yeah. talk about Dwight? <laughs> I guess. Uh, I don't know much, just rumors. I guess. Wait, real quick. Let's let's talk about who's in the building. Are we getting that getting getting that shit? Of Dwight? course, we got to. But he's returning, right? Yeah. Yeah, of course. You know, he's one of the he's ultimate return guests. Yeah, yeah, he's more than company. Just in case some people are not aware of who this man is, he's real rude. <laughs> Sometimes he gives rude advice. Yes, I do. Um, he is the man behind the Rude Advice podcast. He's also, uh, I, I guess, it's safe to say, uh, a horror movie fanatic. Yes, I am. Um, relationship specialist mm-hmm. and uh, up and coming TikTok influencer. I yeah, guess. I mean, three hundred and five thousand. So that I don't know what that is. Like, yeah. Just light numbers. Who's yeah. counting? Yeah, who's counting? Man? <laughs> I'm up there. I'm up there. Uh, Definitely a, a dope a dope guy, dope content. Uh one of my good friends, Rudy from Rudy Advices in the building. What is up? I feel like he glazed you. Yeah, that's glazing. It was man. a little past <laughs> listing your accolades. Did I give you a little while? Yeah, I like it, man. That's I good. gave a little bit of the Wimby treatment. It got a yeah. little slippery. <laughs> <laughs> Heavy-handed. You know what I'm saying? Uh and then of course we got the the Cobra Cobra guy. Cobretti, the leg, Cobretti. He's the. Oh, you want to give a few more nicknames? Hate Nito, Hate Nito, Ralph, <laughs> the, the Oracle, Ninja, the Ninja Turtle. This you know is what crazy. I'm saying? Gooch is it, God. Is it, is it a ball thing? I don't know. You know, look. A, as far as him, he's saying that his temperament is bald and hunchback, sort of like a shell. And S- I've got, I've, I've gotten that. And you got hands. I got hands for sure. And nice. weapons. Yeah. So. About your sensei. Out of your sensei. <laughs> Welcome to the dojo. That's right. And then ladies, of course. Ooh. You're not tuned into the kid. Kid, 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 kid. Starlito. Star double R. Why is he the only one with music? Because I'm the best, He's man. Why does he get a random 80s saxophone solo? Hey, because I'm the best, man. <laughs> <laughs> I'm just the best. Star All right, Venus. man, get your, get your shit off, man. With, All right, man, let's go. Dwight. Let's talk. Let's talk. Nobody wants. I'm to not get... getting my shit off with Dwight. You need to relax. <laughs> no, I'm just that saying, dog. Major you pause. brought it up, bro. That's a major pause. <laughs> you need to control yourself. Look, man. Some people have an infatuation with pause Gundams, and they want to have sexual encounters with Gundams. That's this all. Is true. Sometimes they're not ready for the assault that's coming towards. They're not cobra ready. You mm-hmm. know what I'm saying? Yeah. I don't I know what that you. means. Which which part? 
Nah, but you know, so, I, I don't think anybody who we didn't know about the alleged assault. Come on, Dwight I, Howard and Chris Bosh. We, we I, know. I, I, we know. We, we've known about their uh, their preferences. We know. Okay, dude. Dwight Howard's grabbing dicks during games. In game. Now that I've never seen, and he's on, in street clothes on the bench. Really, he just, oh, oh, on the, his own team. Hey, listen, he walked. <clears throat> he walked to the bench and looked down at his goal. Not, wait, wait, <laughs> no, hold on, wait, 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 back up, back up, full hey. of popcorn and nuts. Wait, hold on, back up. Not only that, not only did he just do what he just described. Yeah, he was in street clothes. He wasn't even playing that I game. I said that he was in a whole suit. <laughs> in a whole suit, he was suit. like, oh, "Shit, don't mind if I do." <laughs> <laughs> what is this nuts? Yeah, he was in Damn. there. He's so wild. Weren't he, you just in a game? Salty nuts. Great. Yeah. So My is favorite. He, is he gay or bi? He's bi. He's bi. He's bi. Okay. And the rumor is that he the problem, assaulted somebody, yeah, the right? Problem he is got a little rough with somebody. He brought somebody over. It, it wasn't <clears> even the rough, is that he brought somebody over that, that was consensual. But he added, he added somebody else to the batter. And <laughs> to they were a situation like, hey, that no longer was consensual. Oh, okay, okay, okay. He was, trying to, he was trying to add more people, and the person wasn't feeling that. And then he tried to coax them with the touching of what have not. It's never consensual until someone gets surprised. Yeah. That's right. True. Mace. Mace. Shout out to Mace. That so was quality. Quality talk over there. He should have you know, hit him with a spin move and dunked him out the door <laughs> instead of catching this case. So. Yeah, man. You know, it's... Uh, Unfortunate situation that He's, many people are involved in. Listen, man, mm-hmm. Dwight has always been a goofy cat who found himself in terrible situations. You know about his baby mama situations? Let's talk about it. This dude chooses no. like the fucking worst, the worst women to have children with. Mm-hmm. And they be on <clears throat> his ass. He doesn't have to give up so much money. He didn't been in court so much. It was like, why do you keep messing with these chicks? They on his ass and he's on other asses. <sighs> mm-hmm. Crazy. Mm-hmm. That in-game work is crazy, though. That's a that's a different kind of bold. And oh boy, on a on a he just took it. <laughs> he giggled and shit. <laughs> <laughs> that's a nasty. You giggle. can't, dog. You can't. Yeah, that was that was flagrant. Yeah, I don't. He's mm-hmm. in a. You he's, can't. You can't just grab me in front of my family like that. Bro. He's in a bit of a pickle. <laughs> sure is, man. Bit of a pickle for his pickle. You know what yeah, I'm saying? That's right, man. Now he's getting on. Social media and be like, what I do with my dick is none of y'all business. And be like, you made it our business. Yeah, you. Mm-hmm. you we don't kind of know you, this shit. You kind we don't of care. We, you know, I never understood people who go and they do things publicly in mm-hmm. front of cameras. Right. They they're acting crazy, and then when they start to get questioned about it, hey, well, that's my that's my business. What what are you talking about? Well, no, you, you could have just it. stayed in China, man. Yeah, he's trying to recruit everybody. Now what look at do? you. Stay off them social sites. Mm-hmm. You're a famous person. You're a famous athlete. Stay off them socials. Quit meeting people social. It it, ta- it leads me to, or at least to the idea that some athletes forget that you don't, you can't behave like the average. No, no. You you, you got to learn the subtle art of the NDA. It, it doesn't matter how corny of a of an athlete people think you are, or how corny of a person you think you are. If you're at that <clears> status, <throat> you're not average. You're not the rest of us. Now, I it it it, it ain't cool to me. Because I think he should be in the NBA, me personally. I don't. He retired, right? Like four no. years ago? No, he didn't retire. Oh, right? he didn't. Okay. He just doesn't get he picked won, up by he teams won, here. He won a championship. Oh. He won a championship with the Lakers. Um, I believe he got offered more money to go to another team. He went to that team and then he ended up in China. Mm-hmm. But he still could play lockdown defense. He still can contribute to a team big time. I personally think he should still be in the NBA. 
all these teams denied him, and now they're saying, well, this might be the reason that they were denying him. I don't think that's cool. I honestly, I, I think before even all this was really getting brought to light the way it is now, it, the dude doesn't even, let's say he does have the quality. I mean, any, he does. any NBA player, like even if you call them trash, they're not really trash. They're just not as good as your elites. For sure. That's just yeah. the difference, right? So he doesn't perform like an elite basketball player. And people try to put him as like, where's the Orlando Dwight Howard? No, he's not. And it's that. like he's but, not that guy but what anymore. What he is can really affect what the he, team. Yeah, but right I do now. think that he is distracted. Mm-hmm. Whether it's outside activity, women, yeah. men, whatever it is, whatever your preference is, that's your your main focus, and you already know that you're guaranteed checks with the NBA. That sounds yeah. like that sounds like what the NBA are saying for reasons not. To take him in his no, bullshit. but look how look how he plays. He played excellent. What do you think? I'm I'm still saying that he belongs for, in the NBA for his size. He just was an ability. He should he he could do a lot more. But I don't I don't think he plays like he's trying. I I disagree because cool. the last time we saw him was in China scoring. 75 Nobody people and, weren't watching him in China. He was on highlights when you're when you're scoring seventy five a game. It's You're in China. That's yeah. fine. But, <laughs> play, play. but even when he left the NBA, he was still contributing. Stephon Marbury became Michael Jordan in China. N- not really, but... Technically, for them, he that was their Michael Jordan. He established himself in the community. Like, there was a special love for each other. That was a different situation. He became but, Michael but last, Jordan in China. But last scene in the NBA, he was doing his thing. That's why I was like, why is he not in the NBA? DeMarcus Cousins... Shouldn't be in the NBA. They want him to come back, but I was like, he wasn't doing shit. <laughs> Isaiah yeah, Thomas, true. little Isaiah Thomas, I uh, think should be in the NBA again. That is one guy who hmm. I thought I I couldn't comprehend why he was black. I, I don't get it. I don't get it. He still can contribute right now. So. Something had to be happening behind the scenes or something because that know. dude could play. That you know that that Boston situation was disrespectful, bro. It was. Hmm. It really was. Real quick though, before we get Yo. into some other shit. You just came from the game, which explains the roughness My raspy voice. voice, yeah. The yeah. raspiness. Uh, you got to witness Wimby play live. Dude, it's it's something else, man, because my fiance, she had won tickets from her employer, so we were like maybe 20 feet from the court. Mm. I sent you those pictures. To That's see right. Wimby standing next to everybody else at the, at the block. They're standing next to him. It's like adults. <laughs> it's like a kid playing with adults. So we're like, it's, it's insane, man, but... The, the crowd was just energized. I've been to a few games since we won the championship. No energy. It felt like a playoff game last night. It was just something else, especially when he comes in. People are chanting his name. But you know of his height. You know of his ability. They call him the alien, all these things. But when you see him like 50 feet away from you amongst other players, he's making guys who are 6'10 look like 5'8". That's it, fair. It's insane how fast he is. Once he gets a block in like two seconds, he's already playing D. It's insane, man. And that's why I was yelling my head off. I haven't yelled this much in a game since 05 Spurs versus Pistons game two. God damn. <laughs> that's he, why he, I am the horse right now. But it was such an electric atmosphere, dude. Everybody he looks was like it. he's he looks like he's having fun. Yeah. And unlike and unlike Timmy, who we love, mm-hmm. he's got the passion. He's going to dunk on you and he's going to scream in your face. And yeah. He's going to flex in your I face. I like that. We yeah. need that energy. Yeah, yeah. So he's he's bringing that energy. He's a 19 year old kid that's having fun and wants to be here. And there's nothing like that. He's 19. 19. Yeah. Damn. That's the crazy part. The other part, though, uh, you know, I already knew. I was like, if he doesn't perform like triple-double tri- uh, or even double-double numbers at the end of the first game, I already know he's going to get criticized. And I saw mm-hmm. it all over ESPN. 
But I was like, the the one thing that stood out to me was they tried to call out his numbers, right, for that first game. It's the same numbers yeah. as and Tim I, Duncan. And it was identical game. to the numbers. I was like, yeah. what, are the, what is the likelihood that that occurs? And not only that, mm-hmm. I'm like, this kid's going to be just fine. He's going to be oh, just yeah. fine because... All you need is 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 the love of where you're from. We love Boris Diaw. Imagine how we gonna feel about Wimby. It we, don't matter what I he does. I think every player that came to San Antonio was embraced for sure. Yeah, they were loved until they left, like <laughs> an unreal sort of love. You know what I'm saying? And the ones that left on good terms are still loved today. Bruce Bowen can never say that any other place he played, he got the kind of love he got. Of course, like in mm-hmm. San Antonio. Of course not. Down here, we're going to make you feel like Dominic Wilkins. Hey, but other teams hated Bruce Bowen. Oh, for sure. <laughs> oh, they hated that man. Kobe for sure hated Bruce. Of course. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So I, I can't wait to see him. I had an opportunity, was it uh, in the um, preseason to yes. go see him? Mm-hmm. And I missed that because it was like one of those, hey, I got tickets. I'm leaving town. Take this. Like, <clears> like <throat> today, I can't, I can't fucking do it today. I, I always get offered amazing tickets. Mm-hmm. Minutes or an hour yeah. before the game is starting, I'm like, I I can't I haven't even arranged anything. Yeah, because like, I've seen your posts and you're right up there, man. Sometimes you're that's when I do like, make it to the game. Shout yeah. out to my good people. I'm not gonna name them because you should probably name them. They be plugged. Like so. <laughs> we don't care what you want. <laughs> <laughs> no, but uh, shout out to to my guy who who's always been you know holding it down when it comes to like you know going to these games. We haven't been in a long time. But some of the, you know, just the views and like, you don't want to go back now. Once you're, once you're at a, once <laughs> right? you're going down, I'm spoiled now. I don't want to go back. back up there. No, it's like yeah. going, it's like going to the islands. Of like, I'm not going back to fucking America. Yeah, <laughs> Twelve hour shit. Fuck that. I'm yeah, staying right is, here on this, this beach. This is crazy. Yeah, mm-hmm. like you, you, you don't want to go backwards anymore. Yeah. Like you, you've been spoiled. You're <clears> down. Once you're like twenty, even thirty feet away from the the court, it's different. You're not going to the balcony. Yeah. What? It, Peasantry? No. <laughs> Nosebleeds? I'm not touching the ceiling. I mean, they have a they have a monitor, man. You can mm-hmm. see it. You can see the game. I got a TV. <laughs> yeah. Hey. What would Norm say? Oh, you know what? I know what Norm would say. Because we've of had this talk. Do. We've had this talk. Me, him, IQ, all of us have all sat right there close up to the game. And we look back and we're like, we're not going back. Yeah. We are not. If anything, we're going closer. Mm-hmm. One thing is I won't say courtside though, because I don't like I don't want my neck to be like fucking broke by the time the game's over. Yeah. So. That's the first the first thing I noticed last night. Every time they'd score or foul, I would look up at the the monitor, like, oh, I've never had to do that before. Yeah. yeah, yeah. So but imagine being courtside and you have to look up at the, the monitor yeah. and the players. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I'm not doing all that. But like I said, I'm not going back. Mm-hmm. I'm staying right here or below. One day you're gonna go back. I'm just not showing up. <laughs> Unless it's like a suite. I'll go to the suite. Mm-hmm. That's different. They mm-hmm. catering me. I got drinks. You know, food. Yeah, there's nothing to complain about. Yeah. Mm-hmm. But glad you got to see that. Uh, I, I, I look forward to, you know, catching the game myself. You know, I want to see this guy, you know, playing in real life. Uh, I always say that, like, shit is different from viewing it on TV because mm-hmm. you don't really get to witness the full speed and, and the capabilities of what the player is actually doing. Yeah. Like you would in person. And it's just like when you see like even back in the day, Tony Parker crossing people up Mm -hmm. or like, you know, in the game. And then when I talk to my friends who actually played against him and they're like, dude, the speed is nothing like you see on TV. I didn't know where he was. (laughs) And I'm like, (laughs) that's crazy to me, Mm -hmm. you know, and and it always reminded me that when people try to say that athletes are trash, they're not good. I'm like, bro, you could never play in those shoes. And you and you and you need to see that. 
to to humanize because of course we talk about the shit all day, but when you actually go and see him, you see him in person, you're like, oh, it's just a dude. Yeah, it's just a dude. You know what I'm saying? Just getting on the bus, playing a game, going back home. Yeah, and you know, but it it always kind of troubled me when you know you have conversations with people who get mad at like they don't believe athletes should get paid like this and why they get treated like this. I'm like, what can you do? Can you do or can you do anything that they can do? Can well, you, facts. Like, yes, I, it's dribbling the ball, but you could never do do it how he does it. Well, I feel like um, like amassing wealth in a certain way requires that you touch somebody's lives in some way. Mm-hmm. Whatever you're producing, whatever you're marketing, or whatever you do has to capture the attention or touch somebody or affect somebody's life. Of course. To deserve wealth. And and us as Americans, we just like... You remember when we was growing up and we talk about what we was going to do when we got rich? Not if. Yeah, I remember that. Yeah. when, because we feel like as Americans, sooner or later... We're mm-hmm. going to get there. I'm going to yeah. get there because yeah. you feel like you're supposed to because you have the p- potential to in, in America. In America. <clears throat> but really, at the end of the day, it's like, what what do you do that creates a demand... That gets you wealth. Because if you're not doing that, you don't necessarily deserve to be wealthy. Exactly. You're not really creating something, a, 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 some sort of product that they want. Completely Entertainment agree, is, it's America. Entertainment is number one. So. Yeah, and I always, I always put, I'm like, so if you think the Michael Jordans of the world don't deserve the checks they get and the endorsement deals and everything else, like, who do, who, who do you think should be receiving the money then? I was like, because this player alone is the one who's bringing in the revenue. They're bring, yeah. they're bring, they're filling up arenas. Can you fill up an arena? Now, naturally, yeah. I think people's argument would be teachers and doctors and stuff like that. And oh yeah, here's of that course, all the time. Yeah, it definitely. is a, it is a good argument because they are somebody that <clears throat> touches lives. But these are also the same people who complain about the expense of their healthcare. True. So, mm-hmm. do you want to increase? Doctor pay, nurse pay, and and then watch your your health bills increase. Also, would that that's what's going to happen? If if you increase their pay, would that decrease the demand for insurance? Would that even out? If they got paid more, uh-huh. would insurance have to ask for more? I think that's a you know I can see that, that could happening. be a dumb question because it's capitalism. No, but it's still it's, it's not dumb because it, that it would could be like easily if happen. you're getting paid more, why do you need to demand more from insurance? Great point. So if they did get paid more, maybe that would actually bring down. I don't think uh, insurance is looking to save the people a buck. I agree. So I don't it's see it. I don't it's see capitalism. It going down. Somebody's got to get exploited. I don't see mm-hmm. it going down mm-hmm. at all. But I mean, I understand. But that's a different I world that too. Argument. But if you take somebody like LeBron and Mike, Mike affected the economy of a country. Of course, LeBron too. But LeBron specifically, countries in, in Cleveland. Yeah, there's one guy that is the economy. And when he left, like your whole shit shut down. One person. Yeah. No, you got to pay that man. Mm-hmm. Of course. If he could create the economy for everybody else just by his mere presence. Nah, he gotta get paid. He yeah, gotta of course. get paid, bro. And that and that's all that, that would be my only argument. They're they've marketed themselves to make this possible. When you can walk in the street, like you mentioned before, mm-hmm. and everybody stops, bro, you're not doing that. No, nah, you're <laughs> you're, you're just another and in the bunch. You're just not a you're not a normal, you're not a normal person. No. Mm-hmm. If not. you can walk somewhere and stop things for a little bit, 
Nah, you gotta get paid. Sometimes a long time. <laughs> you gotta crazy. get paid. Yeah, you it's crazy, man. But uh, yeah, branching off off sports, I know we're gonna get to a topic that we were I'd discussing like earlier. Yeah. Um, we'll get to that in a bit. I did want to. Maybe touch... we can end with that. Yeah, of course. But I, yeah. I do want to get into that for sure. Um, but I also wanted to get into like a little bit of you know uh, movie talk, a little bit of uh, how the world of dating in your world is sure. is happening right now because I know that that's a <clears> big thing for you right now and you know sometimes you get backlash date talk oh all the time yeah date talk yeah uh, for those who don't know I'm on TikTok and I give dating advice marriage advice mm-hmm. uh, stemming from my own experience I was divorced at 39 and I have a great co-parenting relationship with my ex-wife and I went into the dating world at 39 so again hadn't dated in 20 years so getting back at it I just learned a whole bunch of things that are just completely different from what they were in the 90s so and I talked to a lot of coaches on TikTok and on YouTube. And the, the one thing I want Porn stars, too. The porn stars, too. Retired porn stars. They need love, uh, too. All times, man. No, but I know you're a fan. And <laughs> for sure. Oh, we all are. Right? I'm married. Are. <laughs> <laughs> That's porn, fair. Porn is getting played. That's fair. Yeah. That's fair. In this world. I respect you that. You need a balance, bro. I, I told you. That's fair. Yeah, definitely. And I will say there's one thing that's kind of frustrating with me is that I just never in my mind growing up, even though I may not have been successful with women in the 90s or whenever I was single, no, at no point did I ever think I'm giving up on women. I'm quit. I can't stand yeah, that's that. Not realistic. Yeah, I, There's a g- growing population of men, the Meg Tau, men going out on their own. Red pill. Red, not red pill. Some red pill, black pill, others, blue pill. There's so many What's pills. The, okay. I need you to explain. The pills. <laughs> okay. I know, I know what red pill is. Yes. And it annoys me because it's like, look, bro, I think we all have issues with other people and with opposites. You can't get me to not like women, bro. Yeah. Yeah. You can't. I'm, I'm sorry. I'm just, you know what I'm saying? You can't get me to not like, it's, it's you're just dealing with people. They're people. Unless you don't see them mm-hmm. as people. Yeah. Well, as far as the explanation point, the red pill is more or less, guys, that this is the reality. Uh, I was asleep and this is just what women want. They want looks. They want money. They want mm-hmm. a gala status. Black pill is more or less... I genetically didn't have a ticket to the game. Okay. I'm not six okay. foot. Okay. I okay. am not good looking, so why bother? What was me? Blue pills more like if I'm myself, I'm gonna be fine. Just be yourself. Okay. There's more so the details in that, reasonable? but that's a simplified. <laughs> more reasonable is blue pill. Yeah. Uh, uh, it, to an extent. To an extent. To an extent. It's more reasonable <clears throat> than black and red. Yes. But it's also like still. Yeah. Does that in, does that include self improvement? Yes, okay, it does. But, but the I, others, I, okay. like the black pills, like yeah, I, they've I, given up. Like, I think that's what I was going to ask: was does the blue pill consist of like I'm good enough, accepted? Black pill, well, black pill is I've given up. Red pill is man, fuck women. Yes, the court systems, everything's kind of designed against us. Feminism has ruined the whole right, 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 patriarchy, okay. blah blah blah. But yeah, blue pill is more like self improvement, and that's where I come in. Like, hey. None of us, we can all be better. If you're single, I say you should be at your, your the top of your market appeal. You should look good. You should smell good, dress good. It, being yourself is cool and all, but you have to have you know intellectual conversations. You have to know how to control your emotions. You have to be at, your, at the top of your game if you're single, in my mm-hmm. opinion. You just can't go out there like a daisical and just expect women to fall in your lap. That's my opinion. But there's just a growing, I'm talking almost maybe millions of men that are just giving up on women. I For see sure. it on my chats. I see it on my comments. And this just animosity and hatred. And I don't know yes. if it's... It's fucking weird. It's weird. I don't know it if it's is. a sour That passport grapes. shit is stupid. Yes. Like, they, they, there's a lot of men out there who think that there's no good women in the Western world to talk in the United States. So they're going to the Philippines. They're going to Colombia to but find when, these But women. when you think about it, so there's no good women. 
So let's get our passport and go to a place where people are suffering in a certain condition and have to accept a certain amount of treatment for things that they... It's like, all I want to do is treat somebody bad. But these bitches are not going for it because they're empowering themselves now. So let's go someplace where I can officially treat somebody bad and you got to serve me. Yeah. That's fucking stupid, bro. That's weak. I would say... Maybe it wouldn't be always the extent of uh, treating bad, but I would say like we're nobody, nobody's gonna question me. And what for this in shit. what situation does that work out? If I can't be questioned, I can't be improved. Yeah, you understand what so, I'm saying. If but, I can't be challenged, I don't want to be challenged for what reason. And I think that that's where point. I, I can see where they would travel elsewhere to somebody who maybe <clears throat> less experienced. They're they're not going to be talking back, you know. They're maybe they weren't raised in that household. They want to take advantage they don't have of the, something. They don't have the knowledge, so it's easy to take advantage of those yeah. kind of people. Yeah, and it's unfortunate because you know uh, some of these people are they're they're kind of innocent. <laughs> they don't fucking know better, you know. They're just they're they're raising these like terrible you know environments, and then here comes somebody so looking from to America, take yep. looking to not give a fuck, and I'm just looking for my own satisfaction. In yeah. any situation in life, I'm always like worry about the people. Who cannot be questioned in power, in religion, yep. in any situation that cannot be questioned, now's your time to worry. Yep. Yep. I can agree with that. So, yeah. of course, in, in those relationships, they're going someplace <clears throat> where they can dominate something or they can control something or take advantage of something. That just speaks to who they are, bro. Mm-hmm. Yeah. It, it, that's more or less what I'm seeing. And like I said, I have never in my entire life at one moment, even my friend circle never had said, we're giving up on women. We love women too much. My generation does. All of us here collectively, I think we all love women. Well, we're not going to give up, right? Despite- I, I don't know anything different. <laughs> <laughs> Yet. I just don't understand. Whoa, hey, yo. <laughs> Let me not hit the splash. <laughs> <laughs> now he's frustrated. His shit. Like, oh. <sighs> Backing off. Yeah, so it, that's the one thing that I'm seeing that's growing. Just like, mm. no, it's ain't worth it. There's this growing populace where, like, they're telling guys, never get married. Stay single, bro. It ain't worth it. It's like... I didn't have any success with women. I fucked up. So hence, stay with us. Misery loves company. Don't even try. I hate that mentality, man. I will say this, though. Marriage isn't for everybody. I agree with that. Yes. So as, as far as that goes, I think that that should be the merit. Uh, I mean, I think that should be the message. It isn't for everybody. And mm. a lot of times <clears throat> you want to get married, but you don't know how to do that shit. No. Oh, Yeah. I'm pretty sure it's a difficult task. You you gave up on women when the shit got rough, but it's going through the rough shit that shapes you for when you get to the right situation. Of course. I've been through stuff that has taught me stuff. If you avoid the stuff, you ain't going to be ready when the good shit comes. You avoided all the shit that could have taught you how to handle shit. Yeah. Yep. I do wonder, too, though, if if somebody... Obviously, if they have the worst of luck and they encounter just maybe some of the... The worst women in their life, or men. Yeah. Or it could be you in a relationship. That's the worst. Yeah. You start. That's why you start to question. Like, is it me? You know. And uh, because if it's if a pattern starts to occur, you got to start questioning. Like, is am I going after the same type of women or men, or is it me who's just allowing them to run all over me? Mm-hmm. You know. And that's or, why I fucking love you, dude. Because you have a rational mindset, and anybody would think that. Hey, maybe it's me. But a lot of guys yeah, it's say possibility. it's them. It's not me. A lot of guys, just like women, they grew up with that Disney fairy tale idea that she's going to see me, the Beauty and the Beast kind of analogy. I'm ugly in the exterior, but she's going to see me for who I am. And when they don't, they get frustrated. 
And a lot of these young men are, have that mindset. And around 23, 24 is when they've given up. Because they see all these women at their, beauty, at their sexual peak. It is crazy. Yeah, they're, they're getting the attention on social media that they're not getting. They're marrying or dating older men, which is a, a thing. Younger women in their 20s are dating men in their th- late 30s yeah, and 40s. Men, men sort of reach their apex yeah, about 40s. Yeah, I agree. And they feel left out. So I, I coach them. And I, I, I actually stopped coaching, believe it or not, because a lot of guys, they were just venting to me. And I well, they wanted me to confirm what they were feeling. And yeah, I yeah, did. Yeah, yeah. But the moment I started saying, okay, let's start doing this to improve yourself. Now, what do you mean? Fuck that. No, the women are yeah, bitches. They yeah. me. And that's what you wanted. Yeah. I'm like, I'm trying to coach you uh, up. And they don't want to hear it. So I, I stopped coaching. At one thing... Um, I, uh, maybe it's generational, but or maybe it's cultural. The way that I grew up, the women often gave the appearance because of like um, Christian Judeo value, right? Okay. Mm-hmm. So they gave the appearance of the men are the men are the man of the household mm-hmm. in public, right? Privately, everything revolves around mom. Oh yeah, they run the house. Mm-hmm. I grew up with a strong, strong domineering mom and strong, strong dominating women. So when I grew up, I had an issue with weak women. Hmm. Right? Mm-hmm. I, I like women with an opinion. I like assertive women. So as women become to as they begin in this generation to become liberated, I'm noticing that the young guys don't really know what to do because strong or liberated women are a threat. To them. to them, yes. Oh, yeah. And I don't understand it. And I'm thinking, you know, maybe everybody's weak, but maybe in my my situation it's unique because <clears throat> I grew up around strong women, therefore I'm attracted to stronger women right? and not attracted to weaker women. Because mm-hmm. you're the complete so opposite of what strong men Strong women, does yeah. not, that does not do any, that doesn't scare me. Like, that's attractive. Because you're a you're confident man within yourself. For sure. You know who you are. Everything Most guys, is ebb and yeah. flow. Even with strong women, everything is ebb and flow. Mm-hmm. If you're doing what you're supposed to, things will naturally align. Yes, absolutely. I, and and the frustration that he just mentioned, I'm seeing that a lot of the the, co- the college statistics, there's way more women going to college and getting their degrees than guys. For sure, I'm, yeah, I'm yeah. in and there, so I see. When they go dating, uh, your guy who's just graduated college, you got a job somewhere at a warehouse, and you're dating a girl who's got a master's, a lot of guys already feel inferior. And they say, well, she's making way more money. She doesn't need me. I mean, she's doing good, so I'm going to step off. And plus, she's going to leave me for somebody else and who's see, on her tier. And see, this is the problem is that you shouldn't give a fuck about that. That shit is they fucking do. weird. Like, you, you, you've, uh, these are people who have allowed. And I guess in this sense, whenever I do these conversations with people, it does frustrate me a little bit. Because I'm like, why do y'all give a fuck? Y'all let society because put that in your head. They're like... You got to make more than yes. than the woman. Yeah, yep. they're still getting taught you, that you, shit. You got to have the better career. Yep. You got to have the better car. You got to be the one who can support the woman in the event that she doesn't work. They're just teaching you to be competitive yes. with your spouse. And in my situation, until just now, until recently, like I'm about to graduate and then go for my master's. But until then, when I met my wife, I am a blue collar. Yeah. Working in detention centers, warehouses, and stuff. That's who I am. That's who yep. I was on paper at the time. Mm-hmm. My wife has a bachelor's and a master's. She's gonna get up there salary wise. Of course. Yeah. The fuck? Like, that's a good, that's a plus yeah. for us. Mm-hmm. I don't understand. Like, it's not a competitive. I think that, and we've often talked about this. <clears throat> oh, yeah. Men want that, they're after that big S, that submissive thing, mm-hmm. when they should actually be looking for partnership. Of course. If you're equals and everybody has departments, right? Yeah. Everybody do, does it, they're, 
department and everything is good. Of yeah. course, naturally, I do think as a man, your department starts with protection. I agree. I don't think in any situation it, that should be the woman's department. Yeah. Maybe I'm old school like that. Now, as far as financial and stuff like that, that depends on y'all's situation. Mm-hmm. Okay, now you just balance that shit when it comes to being a father. Mm-hmm. It all works out. Yeah. You know, a prime example, and I might have been in the same shoes as you. You know, I'm working. I've, I've always worked regular jobs. I work for companies. You know, uh, I, I wasn't the one who was like, my first thing wasn't to go to school. Right. My The only idea, the only thought about me ever going to school was for the, you know, satisfy my parents. You know, yeah. that was my yeah. mindset, right? So me not being the one to go to school, and, but I've worked with a lot of women who've career women, mm-hmm. established, multiple degrees, yes. things of that sort. I've dated many of these women. Mm-hmm. I've gone out with many of them. Not once in my mind did I think, oh, man, like, she's just way above me, you know, and when it comes to anything. If anything, I forget all that. Yeah, especially when the conversation is good. Not only that, but I'm bringing myself to the table. You like, I'm talking, I'm doing what I'm treating you like. If you're just anybody else, but you're a good company, and they love and that. I your bet. career mm-hmm. shit, mm-hmm. It's, yeah, it's a bonus. Like, can we do extra shit that's better than you know? Oh, we got to go to like a cheap place for a date. You know, we don't have to do that. Mm-hmm. We get to go to nice places. We get to do nice things. We can travel places like these. There's we're we're more accessible to things. Yes, that's a bonus. Yeah. But at the end of the day, like I could chill at a bar with this person and they're making way more money than me. Mm-hmm. But that's never a thought in my mind. Because if we're together, I just want to pay the bills and save money for the future. Yeah. And enjoy who you're However with. However, we do that. Mm-hmm. Yeah. As long as I'm just not slacking off and just not doing anything or I'm in and out of a job or something like that, that could be a problem. Yeah. yeah. But the goal is to Save money and pay bills. Mm-hmm. And to be real, a lot of women, like, if, if fellas, you know, I hope fellas are listening to this because, like, this is something I think they can pick up and learn from right. if they do have this mindset, is a woman cares more if, even if they have a, a much better paying job than you, they care that at least you're a hardworking person. Mm-hmm. If you're yeah, hardworking, yeah. you're, you're responsible, taking care of your business, taking care of your kids. That's it. That's yeah. all they want. Yeah. They want somebody reliable. Can they come home to you at the end of the day? You know, can mm-hmm. you cook? Can do you have other qualities? You know what I'm saying? Maybe she's she works long hours because she works at a corporate job. Maybe she, you know, she's the boss yep. over there. Who knows? That takes a lot of time. Can she come home to you and be like, man, I fucking love coming home to this guy? That I think that's men being in their own head. Yeah. yeah. Because I think it's more important is she wants to see you with the daughter being understanding and all of that. All of that shit is wiped yeah. away. That's what she cares. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. How are you handling this stuff? I think it's more important to her that I'm telling you this stuff and my son is going crazy. And then you hear the footsteps of daddy coming downstairs and that to handle action mm-hmm. stops. Yep. Yep. That's more important than who's making more money. Yeah, of course. You know what I'm saying? And you know, if everybody's doing their job at home yep, and together, mm-hmm. you're not going to have that tension. At least in my opinion, I would think that if everything is being checked off the list mm-hmm. that needs to be done, you're going to get along. That Things be, are yeah. going to be fine. But it's people who are not checking off the list. 
and they're wondering why everything's going south. Too busy competing yeah. and keeping score yep. of what I did for you and all of that stuff. Like, why are you keeping score? Why is this competitive? We should We're be supposed doing to be this. in this together. It's yeah. almost like somebody who like likes to uh, brag about taking care of the kids. I'm like, that's your job. For you. <laughs> yeah, you're a parent. That's what no, you're supposed to be I, doing. I, yeah. And I know y'all seen this on social media yep. about how people brag about how good of a parent they are. And, mm-hmm. you know, oh, me and my kid did this. Like, good parenting, motherhood, single mom, single dad, you know? Yeah. And I'm like, that's you're supposed to be doing that. Like, I didn't know that we were supposed to promote it. You mm-hmm. know what I'm saying? Like, I thought that's what we went home and did every day. Mm-hmm. Yeah. But at the same time, I've been bashed in the past. I've been bashed because people said that, oh, I didn't know you had kids because I don't promote them all over social media. I was like, because social media is weird to me. Mm-hmm. I was like, place. do I yeah. post once in a while? Of course. You know, like sometimes I really like a picture. I got a lot of friends on, on, pro, on my profile. Mm-hmm. Of course I want to like, you know, kind of share a good experience with people I know. But I do know there's a lot of fucking weirdos. But you know it's like, you, you know me. Why are you gauging me on what you see on the internet? Don't you know me? But then that's when you realize how many people are relying on internet as that being your life. And you know what? Yep. That's fine. And all you do is just do inventory. I'll be like, okay. Associate. Friends. Mm-hmm. Associate. Because mm-hmm. the real friends know. There's nothing to talk about. I know you. At all. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. But this is the world we live in where people feel like... Internet is your life. Instagram yeah. is your life. Would you present there as your life? I'm like, man, I got six pictures. If that describes my whole life, goddamn. Yep. <laughs> like, that's crazy. No, nah, I think people get a chance to create a narrative. It's a video game. It really is a it's a video game. It is. And this is my creative player. And I get to choose and curate how I'm being seen. Mm-hmm. If I want yeah. to be seen as a celebrity and doing celebrity things, I get to cultivate how I'm being seen. And yeah. we all do it. It's just more people are more <laughs> closer. More authentic to who they are. I'm the same person I am on the internet. Yep. Yeah. So it, it's scary though. It, but that's that's a more rare thing. Like you in the I think everybody in this room right now can honestly say, like, what you see is what you get on the net. Mm-hmm. You're not gonna see like for Rudy, like when I talk to him on the internet and I talk to him in person, he's the same guy. Mm-hmm. He, he's not this fabricated fictional person that he's just putting on a show for the internet. Same with you. The the wild shit we say. People could say, like, ah, oh, they just doing that for com- comedic purposes. No, our conversations really be like this. <laughs> yeah, same thing, man. Yeah. And the scary thing is, like, you're just saying, like, you put yourself out there, like, and people think that that's your reality, that's your life. Mm-hmm. Uh, what, I've, what I've stopped doing on TikTok, uh, because I think the same way, I thought it was like, hey, I have all these people, they follow me, so they know my life. Every now and then, I'll get, like, a person who's never seen my content and see one of my worst viral videos, and then they think of me as blank, and then that video will go, like, on a tangent. And then people will think of me as that one person. Mm-hmm. And what I've stopped doing is doing stitches. You know, you guys know what stitches are on TikTok? Yeah. Where somebody does something stupid and it will look at this guy, look what he did. There's a lot of creators being sued for defamation. Because course, yeah. that was just 20, 10 seconds of something that happened. That's not the whole narrative. And you painted me out to be a misogynist abuser. And that's not what happened. Right. And they're being sued left and right. So I've actually stopped with stitches because I don't want to be liable for putting anybody through hell. Yeah, of it, course. it's like social social media is just a dangerous thing. It is. It, it's you know the idea of it before maybe some years back was like yo this is amazing it's a cr- incredible opportunities for creators for sure and you mm-hmm. know whether you're making content about relationships music podcasting uh, any kind of work that involves you know using the net right for yeah. for what you do mm-hmm. it was an amazing platform you know for us to be able to utilize and to find success you know and make money. And now it's just like, damn, now I got a second guess. Like, what am I posting? Because, you know, could I get in trouble? Could I get sued? You know, who am I offending? 
Yeah. You know, there's a lot of shit that goes into it now, and it's like, it doesn't make it as fun. And even further than that, if an EMP goes off right now, are you, like, is your life over? Are you destroyed? Because some Depends. people... For some people, it For will, some yeah. people, social media... Like, this is who I am. Mm-hmm. And this is really who I have to live for. And there's an EMP that, like, I am nobody now. I'm nobody. Yeah. yeah. Because the, now the internet's gone. If the internet shut down today, like it has in some places... It will destroy some you, people. Like, suicide rates will go up. You're like, nobody yeah. now. And yeah. some people, like, if you... If some people lost their Instagram today, they it, might be on suicide. They might be on suicide watch. Yeah. They're yep. on suicide watch now. Yeah, and, and that's it, a livelihood too, because some of those platforms, depending on their following, they're bringing in twenty grand a month. Yeah, if OnlyFans so, disappeared today, I think it's even some beyond. Some people would be struggling. For would, some people, it's even beyond money. If if they say the wrong thing, oh and yeah. they get canceled and they lose their account, they'll probably be on suicide watch. Yeah. It wasn't about the money. It's just I love being viewed this way. My life is. Built upon being viewed this way. And if they unfollow, do something as simple as an unfollow, I take that as a personal affront mm-hmm. on my person. Yeah. That some people these wanna people f- hate me and I should die. Some mm-hmm. people want to feel like they're desired. They want to be obsessed over. And that's because that's what they've presented and they've received so much of that, whether mm-hmm. it's through comments, DMs, whatever. And if they lose all that overnight, what happens to that person? It was a weird, quick... And me and you were... Around that same age group. Mm-hmm. It was a weird, quick sh- shift. Social media, and then Twitter came in. He's and- not 55. <laughs> Wait, you're, you're 55? <laughs> no. I'm like, whoa, he looks great, man. <laughs> Shit. I'm 40. 46. Okay. So, social media comes in, then something like Twitter comes in, and I can actually say something to a celebrity. Because for our generation, celebrities were like, Untouchable, unseeable. To write him a letter, or yeah. Something like that. There's, there's no way that you're ever going to <laughs> cut, they, it, cut they, it out. You act like they. I wasn't at that point too, where okay, they weren't accessible. I'll, okay, I'm fine, man. You act like I'm 18. <laughs> I don't. I do the opposite of that. I keep telling you, you're not as young as you think you are. But still, that's fair. So then Twitter comes in, and I can say something to a celebrity and prompt them to response. That's a new different type of power. Yeah, yeah. Then I could take power from you. As a celebrity, and I'm a normal person, mm-hmm. that's a new type of power. And then that went straight to, no, nah, I'm a celebrity. Mm-hmm. Yep. So then it shifted from celebrity, I can get a celebrity to react to, I'm a celebrity now. I could become a celebrity very easy too. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And then you're holding on to, since I'm not, since you're not an official, official celebrity out there in Hollywood, the internet is as close as you get. Yeah. So a drastic loss of followers and that's it. Yeah. It, yeah, you feel, like it, you feel like it's over. And it's crazy that, it's, I mean, some people do, don't get me wrong, they do reach that success. You mm-hmm. know, you 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 found the loophole, you you made it to the top, and that's why you get, like, people, even if you're... Cardi B. Whoever dislikes them. Yeah. No, I mean, even, like, the, the YouTubers, like, you know, people like the Logan Pauls, the Jake Pauls, like, people like that. Yeah, they did something. They were yeah. just YouTube people at first, and now it's like, even though people dislike them... Disney. There's still a big group of people who love them. <clears throat> yeah, they and took they, something and they, new. They tune in, and they they figured it they out had it with and Disney. they mastered it. Yeah, yeah, they yeah. did. They caught onto it early, mm-hmm. and then now they've progressed and moved on to new avenues, whether you like them or not. And unfortunately, they're succeeding in there. Because they like because they not. got past the internet famous thing. Yeah, they did that. They already. created something, and now there's nothing you can do to hurt them. Some people are still at that precipice. And even if they've tried, which they have. And mm-hmm. it's like they've already reached certain heights that like now they're beyond that. 
they're, and, they're, yeah. they moved on. And the and the trying of shutting them down still generates revenue. Of course, they flipped. Mm-hmm. They've they figured hate out the blueprint. Yep. Yeah, hate they figured out rich. the blueprint because yes, nowadays you do like think about it, even when we talked about Dwight Howard. It's negative as it might sound. The whole story. Mm-hmm. Look at all the platforms he's now becoming a part of. It's a positive because now they're it's, saying you're, his face is everywhere now. You, yep, you didn't let him be in the NBA because of this. Yeah, and that might get you back at. The, I mean, you know what I'm saying? Yeah. Not yeah. only that, yeah. but like publicity. You're you're back. You're in everybody's screen now. Same thing with Jada. Jada wasn't. She's not actually doing. They were something. never. They were never affected. They're not. That's what I'm saying, though. Like, as much as people are like bashing, mm-hmm. hating, they're, mm-hmm. they're doing all kind of hate comments and stuff like that, or just you know statements yeah. in general. She's winning. It's hilarious the to see that. Like, they're like, oh, yeah. her book was a flop. It was number. Th- it was number three. Yo, it, if you're not number one, <laughs> listen, you're number two. It's no, a flop. That's, cra- that's crazy. It's crazy. No, <laughs> that it's is just, crazy. That's where the mindset is at now. But it's like I'm an author. You're number three. That you know what I'm saying? You yeah. know, it's so funny when broke people talk about for sure uh, rich people's success. <laughs> for sure. <laughs> you know? Be like, be like, dude, Drake only generated five hundred thousand. Yeah. <laughs> Trash. <laughs> Trash. Dude, that's crazy. I'm like, bro, you haven't generated anything. <laughs> like, what, what are we talking about? It's just like you got a mouse, so you just use it. Like, that's really you, you need to discuss something different than numbers because yeah. you're not it's doing crazy. Numbers. You're not a numbers person. You're in debt. <laughs> like, come on now, relax. And you're right. The the few times that I've been called out by feminists and other groups for being whatever, uh, a lot of hate has come my way, and it's been like a couple months at a time. Yeah, where I, I'm almost canceled. All the engagements there are, have been some of my most profitable months because mm-hmm. they're coming to your page, watching your stuff, and commenting. It's they're staying fun- on there, so you're so winning f- in a way. It's yeah. so funny though, because like we've, I think me and you have talked shit about like social media, like on countless occasions, right? But the fact that like. Knowing somebody who is very popular in the social media space, and then I can actually see some of like the attempted backlash, and I'm like, this is like the shit we talk about for people that we don't know, but it's happening to somebody I do know. <laughs> it's like it, it's different. It hits a little different, mm-hmm. and I'm just yeah. like, you start to see the the hatred in some people, and you could tell like who's knowledgeable and who's just kind of like rambling off what somebody else said. <clears throat> yeah, but you know? it, it all comes into mindset because if you think about it, what he's actually doing is I'm trying to generate mm-hmm. conversation. Of course. Yeah. So even the vitriol and everybody going back and forth, it's not positive conversation, but my initial goal is to make conversation. Was to put ideas out there because I've, I, I've cultivated a perspective mm-hmm. based on my experience. And I put that out into the world, and you discuss amongst yourselves. Yeah. So even all the anger and stuff like that is discussion. Yeah. And even the angriest people, I'm sure he would be like, look, at any point in time, I'll sit down with you. Yeah. And we can discuss it. Because mm-hmm. that's all it is at the end of the day is we're just talking about ideas and perspective. Of course. You know what I'm saying? So, sure. I think I think you should have that where the angriest people, like, you find a platform to where they get a chance to speak to you. It's going to be crazy. And I've offered, idea- that, I've offered that olive branch. I put the link to some of my lives. I'm like, okay, come talk to me. They never do. Of course not. For sure. <laughs> they never do. For sure. Why, why would they show up? Because then, hey, now people are going to see that's me live. Why, no. That's why I never was like, I, I was never a firm believer of shut them down, shut them up. No, 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 no. Make them explain themselves. Yeah. Let a them lot take of times their own they grave. just can't. You just hit them. <laughs> huh, they, they vanish. Yeah. They, it's like, it's just, like, oh, what happened to let them? Make them talk. Let them talk. Yeah. They, no, but when, it, when it's like the focus is on them, they shut down. Yeah. Or they disappeared. They're like, ah, oh, no, they ain't having it. It's easy to talk when 
when it's on your time and, yeah. you know, when nobody else is clapping back at you. Exactly. Because at the end of the day, you're only speaking from emotion. If I put you Facts. in a situation to where yep. you have to discuss, mm -hmm. I'm talking from a situation of logic and experience. You're talking from emotion. Yeah. You can't really get it out. And then when it does come out, you hear yourself. Yeah. And you're like, fucking sounds stupid. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. What a dumbass. Because you're I am. just you're just <laughs> caught up in emotion of like, you never really did think it out, did you? You yeah, you didn't think this through before. You just got you, mad. You hit the internet and you typed first before thinking about it. Or that's, that's really what you happens. spoke to their situation. Yeah. And it hurt, you know. There's a lot of hurt people out there who yeah. are just responding to their own pain. And and I, if I've learned, uh, like, especially when those viral uh, items happen where they're attacking me, not to take it personal. It was really hard the first couple of times because they're sure. attacking my family. They were trying to find my employer. I took everything where I worked off the internet. Oh, yeah, that dachshund. Yeah. Uh, but I've learned that just to ignore it. I'm no, not, so, you know, to be honest, do I don't even dive in the Weaponize anymore, internet. That, that's another problem was, was to weaponize. Yeah. Even if it's not the celebrity, it's you make a mistake and now you're done. I get to fire you. Yeah. Yeah. I want the power to fire you. You know what I'm saying? It's, they get, it's a they power get, thing. And and if and if they win and get that, they 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 succeeded mm -hmm. in their mind. You know, and it's like, dude, you you probably ruined you could you could have ruined somebody's, you know, who is a good person, the life that they had. You I know? understand the I, I'd be lying. I will be untrue. And I'd be lying if I didn't understand the urge. Hmm. You'll watch an internet video of a police officer loses shit. Like, nah, fuck you, nigger. Mm -hmm. And of course, what is it that I want? I don't want you in that uniform. That's your first ER in like two episodes. Oh, okay. I'm proud of you. I, You're growing up. I feel up. terrible. <laughs> I, feel I feel terrible. But you understand what I'm saying? He could be. A, he could be a security guard. It's reactionary. Yeah. Maybe not. Maybe not a police officer. Let's say a security guard. Yeah. I don't want you working there no more. I don't want you to be able to do that anymore. Mm -hmm. Or my issue is what is hidden, and you get to do things to people with that hidden stuff in there. Yeah. yeah. I don't want you in some sort of power where you could do that. So I understand the concept of nah, fuck him, get him out of there. Mm -hmm. So maybe. To, Maybe in my opinion, it just depends on what it is. Yeah. yeah. Mm -hmm. And maybe not just. Yeah, if I'm being honest with myself, I think it depends on what it is. I, I think there's certain things that um, that it's hard to refrain from, like when it comes to like I've had friends who, you know, people acting crazy racist online and mm -hmm. like, you know, just just doing real flagrant things on the Internet. Yeah. And then you have that one guy who's like, you know what, I'm standing up. And they're like, this is uncalled for. You know, you're, you're disrespecting and making just people just feel small. And, you know, you're, you know, affecting people psychologically probably. And that person steps in there and they're like, all right, I'm going to get the dirt on you, figure you out. Let's see where you work but, at. But isn't that different? Like, let's say we do it as a show. Yeah. And they want to come after your job as a show. Be like, hold on. Yeah. In your situation, you could just simply... Turn off. You don't have to listen. Facts. Mm -hmm. You could turn off. In my scenario with the security guard, you don't just turn that shit off. Yeah, that's your... He can do that anytime he wants to, to anybody he wants to. Mm -hmm. That's why I'm like, for me, the scenario is different. It's just like, dog, no, okay, you may not like what we're doing. Don't tune in. Right. Yeah. Mm -hmm. How you feel about that? Well, I mean, people, like you said, they want that, they, they have that power. They, they can get people fired and I don't think people just can just let it go. The fact that it's out there, mm -hmm. they'll come up with the argument discussion. They, it can affect the kids. You got to think about the, the the influence of that message. So, and they want justice. And I don't think that would um, 
would work nowadays is to turn it off, not look at it. You know, if you want to be, if you're not a fan of it, don't just don't watch it. That's maybe will work for some, but not for everybody. That mindset ain't there no more. Nope, we're yeah. past that. Nope. I I personally think like whenever I see like for example even even an officer like you know you we always come across the occasional video right of them like being disrespectful yeah uh you know obviously abusing their power and, and you know in certain scenarios and I'm like bro I bet you you're not thinking about the family you got back home and you're doing all kind of no, wild shit and, exactly. and and the cameras are out yeah, yeah. everybody got like you're ignorant if you think the cameras aren't everywhere in 2020 you've got a body camera everywhere. You're, you're even if you turn your body cam off, the likelihood that you're pulling up to somebody's car and now just because people don't trust the cops, look how many cameras pop up just <clears> in a vehicle. <throat> Everybody got a dash cam. They got their cell phone that because they turn they on immediately, to. right? Because they gotta have some kind of video footage and evidence of what could possibly go down yep. in this encounter with and a cop. That in itself yeah. is sad. Yeah, we we have reached that point. And yet, for the fact that like an officer would still go kind of crazy and still do something wild, I'm like, bro, you're on live, yeah, the whole time. Not only that, but it's in the middle of the day. How many cars are slowing down to make sure they catch this on video? You know mm -hmm. what I'm saying? Yeah. Whether their intentions are just to go viral, but the fact that you're still being recorded, yeah. And then what? You're you're like, I, what did I do wrong? Mm -hmm. Like, cut it out, bro. I uh, actually, whenever I see a video like that of a cop or somebody on the news and it goes viral, I tend now to not judge because it's only five seconds of what we're seeing, maybe 10. Of course. I want to see the other 20 minutes before what happened. Like, there was a video that went viral. I think I sent it to you two months ago. Uh, there was this wedding party. This cop punched a girl and she just flew 10 feet back. And everyone's like, oh, my God, you're going to get fired. And it looked bad. But then there's oh, another video. There's yeah. other video that was released. That was a security camera from a building, and it showed her reaching, trying to get his gun out of his holster. Yes, yeah, I saw that. And he yeah. reacted. I'm like, mm. oh, well, there you go. It's a mm. different perspective. Yeah. So I tend to hold back on that because, again, I know it's supposed to piss us off, and it is because it's a horrible thing. But mm -hmm. tell me the whole thing. What happened five minutes before that? Yeah. I want to know. And and there are cases like that For where sure. you know, like yeah. It, yeah. like yeah, if somebody's trying to pull my gun out of my holster, yeah, I'm swinging. But that, you know, um, uh, but like at the end of the day, like if I if that wasn't happening, like if the full right. video wasn't statistically, that, that the, ain't happened much. The mm -hmm. Yeah, the likelihood of that is not in his situation. Yes, that occurred <clears> because yes, I did see the full video. Yeah, she had hands on the gun, like trying to pull it out of the. Clearly, holster. this was not a person of African descent. No, she was a white girl. Okay, <laughs> so white yeah, that yeah. doesn't sound. <laughs> yeah. It sounds she would get about eight. Holes. The skin yeah. pigmentation was very cement-like. <laughs> yeah, clearly, clearly, she was the one who would attempt this. And even even though that's funny and drunk, it's <laughs> yeah, I think yep. she was drunk. Mm -hmm. Well, you know, if there's a reception involved, for sure. That, yeah. <laughs> I'm the cop now, you son of a bitch. <laughs> Whoever holds the gun is the cop. <laughs> oh, my which God. is poetic. <laughs> yeah, yeah, for sure, man. Mm -hmm. Nah, um. But it's just, it's just crazy, like, the, the situations that people put themselves in. Yep. And I'm like, man, you know what? If you're, like, 40 years old and you think that you're about to, like, snatch a cop or a cop's gun. With no consequences? No like, con come on. Like, stop it, dude. Like, even if the cop didn't swing at you, what kind of situation did you just put yourself in, like, criminal-wise? You know, where, mm -hmm. you know, you know you're going to court, right? You know? Yeah, but I think that actually might be the... um. That might be the mindset. I, I can't tell you how much I've seen that. When I was when I worked in juvie, once we knew we was about to get, once they knew they was about to get into it, fuck it. It's going to be something there. I'm already going to get in trouble, so yeah. I might as well... Go all in. Go. Yeah. And that's probably the mindset. Once they get 
past a certain point, the talking and stuff, or if an officer says that you're going to get charged for something, in some people's mind, they're like, fuck it, I'm already going. Mm-hmm. Yep. Whatever, I, I am what he writes. Yeah. Mm-hmm. It ain't the situation. Facts, yeah. I am what he writes. In mm-hmm. black and white, in the report. that's what I am. Mm-hmm. So fuck it. Might as well just, we're here now. Might as well. We're here now. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it's crazy, man. Uh, But yeah, overall, like, I think it's important what you do. And you. I know I like to bring it up because it does, you know, this, these are things that people do deal with in everyday life. You deal you in know? perspective. Yeah. Yes. Mm-hmm. Like people, like especially in between our age groups, people getting married, divorced, things of that sort. So like a platform is needed, I think, for people who are struggling, people who don't know what to do, people who are questioning, like, should I be here anymore? Like, bro, there, there's yeah. so much life you can live, you know, and, and to allow one person to destroy all that. It's not realistic to me. Yeah, and I, I don't. Agree. I don't think that you you frame it as the truth. No, I truthfully don't because everybody's like perspective. Well, yeah, what, if anybody comes to me and says, "Well, no, that's not true," because this and this, I'm not going to say they're a liar because that's their experience. Yeah, that's what they come from. Advice, yeah. even the even the thought of advice. Yeah, I'm giving you a perspective. Yeah, this there are happen. others. But you coming to me. Mm-hmm. It's in your name. Yeah, yeah. I'm not going to label like women all trash. I'm not going to say well, there's no uh, good women in the U.S. I'm not going to just paint a demographic just on a little and percentage the, of experience I've had. No. You know, and the fact is they're like, yo, if you don't agree with that perspective, don't tune in. There is a lot of other yeah. platforms that you can just turn to and find something that's more suitable for you. Yep. The, the thing is, I think we all know this, is that when young men are lost and looking for a role model... They young men want leadership. They of want course, a Mr. Biagi. Sure. They want a leader. They're a coach, somebody for sure. to yeah. shape them up. And when they don't have that in real life, they go to these these fresh and fit fresh podcasts. And fit. That's who they idolize. I want to be that. And that's sad. That's unfortunate because it's it these guys are just characters. I know for a fact it's just a show. Yeah, of course. Not anymore. Yeah. Oh, yeah, they've been demonetized. I get all that. <laughs> but yeah, but they still have a huge influence. But even on young when men. you think about it, it's like, look, I know that okay. I know that common sense, I'm I, I feel like I come equipped with common sense, but not everybody does. Yes. But common sense would tell you, if you look at them, where are they based at? Miami. They're not dealing with the same type of women that a, nat- that a normal person is right. dealing with based on their setting. Shit. Look at it, their clientele, Miami who they Cali. actually bring to their show. This is a certain type of... Woman, like a certain demographic of women. Yeah, like, yeah the baddies, all that. You, shit. Yeah. you have to. I, I don't understand how people don't see the nuance in that. They're in Miami. Even if you don't understand that they're in Miami, if you look at the clientele that they bring in, it's just a specific type. Of course. Yeah. You know, it, it, and and people, they miss that part. It's like, you know, you're not walking, you know, in, in a town in Texas or even like in Oklahoma and you're seeing like these bodies walking around. I don't think that they miss it. I think they ignore it. I think they see it, but <clears throat> I want... I want that to agree. I want that anger. I want exactly what they're saying to be true. Yeah. So I bypass what I do see because I want this, just like people want their story. They don't want to let that shit go. I would love to see like like if these if these channels were still like monetized, I guess you could say. Nah, they're mm-hmm. out of there. It, bring in some some real people. They did. When they sat down with uh Andrew and um I didn't see that episode. Oh, but I know they made attempts to bring real people. Their, yes. That that uh that's the greatest episode they've ever had. Okay. I, I think that, that they went into it thinking that it was going to be a robust conversation. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. What it wind up being is older, more even not they're not even older, but it seemed like they were. More mature people talking to 
immature people selling a product. Yep. And like that, even Andrew was trying to be partisan and and guide the conversation. But after a while, even he was looking at him like, nah, that's kind of childish as fuck. Mm-hmm. Yeah. It's like the great, I sent it to you. It was like one of the, it's their greatest episode ever. You know, I, but I do like, because, you know, I, I do know that, and we talked about Andrew Tate before. Yeah. And I know a lot of people are not always fond of him. But at the same time, it's funny when there's another group and then you kind of put them together and you realize these guys are not the same. Yeah. And this guy might have, even though I see like the viral videos of things that I don't agree with, it's like, no, there are things we do agree with. We probably just don't see it until like now they're face to face with somebody who we do despise. Yeah. You know, and then that's a perfect example of a time that it happened. Mm-hmm. And so, you know, it's just it, it, it's just crazy, man. And like at the end of the day, you got to find what is suitable for you. You know, uh, if there's toxic shit that you just are not don't want to be a part of, find something that does, you know, talk about, in, you know, something in relation to what you like. Yeah. You know, uh, everything is not all the advice, all the shows, everything's not for one single person. You know, there's there's various things because I might not like this, but Rudy might love it. I think it, I think in our day, selling mask uh, selling masculinity mm-hmm. was like ecstasy. Yeah. And nowadays, selling masculinity is meth and fentanyl. <laughs> yeah. It's a different dosage. Yeah. We just had Schwarzenegger and Stallone and all of that stuff. Mm-hmm. But Growing now up, yeah. they're selling it like it's you know it's it's meth. Yeah. At this point, the way that they're selling masculinity. And it's that. all just bullshit. Yeah, yeah. I can see it's that. all bullshit. And we see it as older, older adults, but young kids who are influential. They don't. Yeah. They see it as truth. Yeah, this that's is, the sad and then, fact. And yeah. this is how they grow up and how they go about treating people. And it's like, bro, what what is this? Yeah, like what are you doing, man? That's not real life. That's and not realistic. Funny, and the funny part, it 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 will never equal out. I'm selling you a certain type of masculinity that's cartoonish. Yeah, in a world where women are getting more and more liberated. You will never get them with that. Mm-hmm. No. You're going you're to look foolish. Equal out. You're going to look stupid. Yeah. Mm-hmm. It, it might work with people who are not up there. You're going you're gonna, to you're gonna fuck with the heads of people who are down below, mm-hmm. unfortunately. Yeah. And you, you, there, it's not to say that you can't you know, take advantage, brainwash somebody else. But those people who are above, they're not playing those games. Yeah. You know, uh, people, like I said, the women with careers, the women who are bosses, you know, uh, what's it called it? Like doing everything on their own. Yeah, you're not that. That behavior is not going to work. There. It, it, it. What annoys them even more is that more authentic people, like they don't understand <clears throat> how they interact with women so seamlessly. Yeah, it's like you're trying to posture and show them that you're masculine. Mm-hmm. I'm funny. Mm-hmm. I just have a conversation with them. Yeah, you're trying to sell them something that's not real. Yeah, they can smell it on you. Mm-hmm. Just having a conversation, which is more important. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And you're funny and you're interacting, you're listening. It's like you keep trying to sell. It is so easy. All you have to do is listen. Yeah. And the one horrible thing that I, I really can't stand with these shows is that, again, they're saying all women, all women. Yep. They're painting a demographic in a certain light, but they're forgetting about the individual. And I think young men haven't understood that or getting confused with that because they see a woman they automatically are just painting all these negative annotations on them. Oh, she's a hoe. She's got an OnlyFans. She's probably got 40 bodies, all these things, because that's what they see. They're forgetting just to talk to a person, somebody, yeah. and get to know them. But see, that's that's what we were saying. We've discussed it on, on another episode. Is like, um, when I'm talking to younger dudes, it's like, name me real quick. Name me two, two, three women that have like impacted or influenced your life. Quick, 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 quick. Yeah. 
You couldn't name them because mm-hmm. you don't see them as people. Women are like women, but they're not like people. Or as yeah. they're box as, as they're of pussy. Uh, as of similar status as yeah. as you. Everybody's like it, yeah. It's like it's because you don't see everybody's them as down. People. All the women are like downplayed in their minds. Yeah, yeah. which is which is insane. But we we grew up on music videos, car, money, jewelry, mm-hmm. video vixens, women. Yeah, they're yeah. part of that. They're not like me. He's right. They're wow. part of the scenery. Yeah. You know what I'm it's saying? It's almost like, like they're an object. Yeah, so in my yeah. head, growing up, and I'm from the hip-hop generation, mm-hmm. I went through it. Cars, jewelry, women. Money, women. Yeah. Mm-hmm. You're not like me, though. Money, power, respect, and women. That's that's what yeah, the model you're not, was. Yeah, you're not like me. But that's not, not a person like me. But it's not a reality. And then and then when you when you grow out of that that time frame, that phase, whatever... You, you know, deal with a woman that challenges you and you're like, what and the then, fuck yeah. is this shit? Yeah, and then mm-hmm. you don't, you don't question it? me. You mm-hmm. don't like that. And then you forget that you're aging. Yep. And then you get to a point where like that behavior, that type of uh, way to move doesn't work anymore. Mm-hmm. You know, it might have worked. You might have found a little success, but that's not long-term success. You're about to be washed at some point. Yeah. You know, and when you, you, think you get you could there... You bait them with money. Yeah, and when you get there, you're not going to know what to do. Yeah. You know, and it's uh, it's unfortunate. Yeah. But, you know... um. Movies. You want to get to... Yeah. Well, can I bring up OnlyFans real quick? Sure. Sure, why not? Just a few minutes. I did a podcast uh, two weeks ago about how OnlyFans is destroying young men. Get this, dude. As social media has influences, as we just mentioned here. Yeah. I did a study, and I I dove into it. There's a lot of young men who are like 18 to 23 who have given up on women, right? Because they've decided to have relationships with these OnlyFans models. What I didn't know... As they're signing up, think about it. You can go and pick any woman you want, color, yeah, yeah. Ha- boobs, anything you want. You can pick the perfect woman in your Total mind. Total recall. Subscribe. Yes. <laughs> Subscribe to her. And I didn't know this. There's chatbots where she texts you, hey, babe, how's your day? Mm-hmm. I just made this video. Do you want it for $9.99? Yeah, yeah, yeah. And he'll say, yes, sure. Oh, thank you, babe. So he's having a conversation with a woman of his dreams. And then his then he becomes a regular. They know his name. And they'll talk yes. to him. Oh, and, he, and he's, he's feeling like, like he's special now. Yep. He, exactly. He yeah. feels he's in a relationship. And he's like, you know what? She's so nice to me. I'm going to do something for her. I'm going to go to Amazon wish list. Mm-hmm. I'm going to buy her that purse Start she wants. Her shit. Yep. He starts buying her We're gifts. in a relationship. So he feels he's in, he's in a virtual relationship. And that's what he feels and he's, he's comfortable with. So he's choosing not to go into the world. Mm-hmm. Because when a woman pushes back yep. at him, like he just said, yep. he's, oh, I'm just going to go back to what makes me feel comfortable. So yeah. they're, they're being stunted. Back when we were younger, we were going and improving our game, talking to women. Yeah, she rejected me so well. But even when we go to strip clubs, clearly this person is selling me a product. Yes. I will take that lap dance, but I know that you're not being nice to me because I'm sexy. It's the equivalent <laughs> of back in the day. Remember when the stripper gave you her number? Yeah, I just saw like, you give oh, it to man. like three or four motherfuckers. Yeah. It's the equivalent, but this is now digital, Nat. So a lot of guys are being stunted uh, mentally, and they're staying there because that's what makes them feel comfortable. They're not going to go yeah. get hurt. And that's sad, in my opinion, that it there's is. a generation of young men who are choosing virtual girlfriends and relationships versus a flesh and blood woman. I mean, but that, they don't know how to. They don't know how wild, to interact. Though. Like I'm on these. I go to UTSA. Yeah, on these campuses. It's funny to watch these young dudes. They have no game, right? They're all awkward or something. They like. don't know because you don't. They're like athletes. No, no, no. You don't know what you're going to get in trouble with now. Because oh, they're yeah. fearful. We come from a time where we're like, hey, say love. And you can actually touch her elbow or talk to her yeah. or stop her on her way. Nowadays, they're like, hey, what the fuck? Yeah, so now, that, yeah. now guys are just like, I don't want mm-hmm. no pro- I don't want no problems. True. I don't yeah. want no- so they don't even know how to approach. They don't. They don't look at women the same. They don't 
stare at them. They keep their eyes down. They want to be at the gym working out next to them because they think if they just glance, yeah. they're going to be viral that's good enough. Just, yeah. They scared. Yeah. And, so that's and, true. And it doesn't help, too, that like some people do release videos and they're like, oh, look at this cat thirsty all over me. Like, mm-hmm. And it's like they might not even be looking at you, but the angle... You just happen to catch that yes, angle. Yes, yes. And, and you're embarrassing men, sometimes women too. I, I saw a woman who was getting embarrassed by another woman. They're like, oh, look at this girl, like, watch me while I work out and blah, blah, blah. I'm like, wow. Like, this this is that, like, anything to go viral. Yeah. Anything to go viral at this sure, point. And sure. it's like, it makes it a scary world. It's like, yo, people don't want to go to the gym or they want to pick and choose now certain hours because they don't want no, no they issues. They want no problems. They don't yeah. want no problems. Mm-hmm. You know, you, you go to school now and, like, people are fearful. Men feel like they can't just necessarily talk to, you know, just any woman there or you can't put a hand on an elbow, you know? You know, with that being said, when I was single, like from 2016 to what, 2020, I never had that problem. I talked to women. They love the fact that I approached them. They go, wow, guys don't do that no more. But I wasn't like searing at them. I wasn't like, hey, baby, get over here. I wasn't being all disrespectful. Hey, how's it going? I would talk to them and they'd appreciate it. It's that. really so it's how you easy. approach them. It's yeah. all in the approach. And, yeah. And if you already come in with that awkward approach where like you're kind of hesitant or you look oh, kind of creeperish. Oh, yeah. Of course they're gonna react that yeah. way. Even if they didn't, you know, maybe they might not normally do that. But if you're like, if let's say you did approach awkwardly, you know, you give that woman like a creeper vibe, right? Mm-hmm. And then the first thing you do is run to the internet and talk about how women are like, you know, you start women bashing. Yeah. No, your one encounter doesn't speak for the rest. Thank you. I've seen yeah. it. Thank you. I've seen it happen in real time, and it's it's hilarious, right? Oh, it's it's so, crazy when so, you see it live. <laughs> I've seen uh, it was a young lady, and she got approached by a younger dude, mm-hmm. and he asked her. Well, no, they were they were talking, and he asked for her Instagram. Mm-hmm. She gave her Instagram, no problem. She got approached by an older dude. Who would talk like we talk? They had an engaging conversation. Mm-hmm. Clearly, that was going to work out. He got a number, what have you. Another younger dude came and asked her for an Instagram, and then she was like, "Ill." Immediately after the after the interaction with the older guy, the asking me for my Instagram became weird. Of course, because mm-hmm. she got human interaction, good conversation. Then that the first time when she when he asked for the Instagram, it wasn't a problem because that's her generation. Yeah. After that real interaction, the second guy that asked for the Instagram became for like came like a stalker. It was thing. weirdo shit. It yeah. was weird to her. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And it turned like that. And it was like, that shit is weird. Like I can make a scientific study out of this. Yeah. It was acceptable before him. Then he gave you a real experience. And after the real experience, that behavior wasn't acceptable. Yep. You can change it. I honestly, I used to like, I used to be kind of conflicted. For, for one thing. Really? Okay. Because I've seen, uh, we've all seen it, maybe we're, we're out and about, and you have maybe one of your one of your friends, even maybe yourself, were interested in a specific woman there. Mm-hmm. And now we live in the era of, you know, where Snapchat and Instagram are still a way of communication for a lot of people. Mm-hmm. And when you ask for a number and the social media gets offered instead. And it's like, eh, like cool. For, for me, yeah. I, used to, I used to think that might be a good idea because we don't know what kind of the person we're dealing with. So at least they won't have my number. Right. But then it's like, wait, but that, is that also a red flag-ish for me? For because, me, it's a, <clears throat> it's a red flag because it's like, I'm asking for your number to and maybe talk you to you as a person. you have zero interest in me. You just you want me to follow me your, you. No, you offer me your social media so I can see you how you want to be seen. That too. That's a red flag. That's yeah. the part where I was like, it could be, there's, there's good and bad things about it where, you know, maybe this person's crazy and you could easily 
detach yourself from that person if they don't have your contact information, yes. like direct contact. See, I didn't yeah. see it like that. I saw it but, like, but I saw it your way too. Yeah, you and, you don't want to have an you don't want to have a conversation because you're forced to be yourself. Yes, Ooh. but on the internet, I can curate mm-hmm. how I'm seen. Yeah, you understand what I'm saying? Yeah, you you, you paint what you want people to see. Well, to me, that's like, oh, it's a lie. Mm-hmm. But I've you, spoken to enough women where they say they choose not to give the number because with their name and number they can go into the yeah, database they can figure out a lot of figure shit. out their address you can't do that with social media uh, to an extent maybe sometimes. not sometimes it's a little more complex yeah but with a number you can find out a lot of information yeah addresses cars My, uh, maybe I'm just old school because with a number if I get your number I can't find out how your kids look and where they go and all that stuff on social media I can yeah, get you, all you that got a valid point. you yeah, got well, a valid point but yeah. you're also probably not a crazy person. Yeah. You know? And there's people who will go extreme lengths to, to figure seemed, things out. It's, you know? It would seem to me that it's more available through social media because people are actually putting a map of where I'm at on social media. And, that, and that's a mistake. Take it. Yeah, they do stupid shit like that. But mm-hmm. through the phone, we're just having a conversation. I put that I'm in Atlanta all the time. Never been there. Yeah. Uh, I don't... <laughs> I don't put any of that. I put I see Los people, Angeles, New York. I see just <laughs> mark where they're at, or I'm at this restaurant and stuff like that. And be like, that yeah, that's you know, if somebody wanted to do something to you. Hey, mm-hmm. the best thing to do is hey, post where you're at after you're gone. And <laughs> one more, if you really need, if you must post your location, post it when you're gone. And I'll, if I could just add this last thing and how it's affecting young men having relationships with these OnlyFans models, a lot of young men are experiencing erectile dysfunction. Because mm, yeah, that's they're increasing. pleasuring themselves with them, their hands, but again, they're used to holding their phones, seeing something on screen. So when they have a woman in front of them, they can't get hard. Or, they or it's they're very short term. They're expecting, <laughs> they're expecting a end game boss type level of sexuality and dealing with regular, <laughs> yep, easy level they're, players. <laughs> there are women that have told me I couldn't get him hard until he actually put his camera on. And saw me through his phone. Like, look, that's crazy. He wanted, he wanted that Bowser that spit insane, in my man? mouth work. That is crazy. I'm just, I'm just a mushroom. <laughs> yeah. I'm not Bowser. Yo, <laughs> that's crazy. Yeah, that's wild. No, I, shit, I never would have thought that was a reality, but to a lot of young men, again, they're Fe- learning hey, about fellas, sex. We gotta do better, yo. Yep. We can't be doing that shit. We can't be like yeah, I, I think that get turned on through the screen all the time. As a as a porn promoter, <laughs> I do think that that's the issue with porn is that after a while you expect that this level of stuff yeah. from a regular person, not knowing that this is an actual person with a professional occupation. You gotta you gotta you gotta separate the the movies from reality. Yeah, I don't want that. I don't think that is reality. We can't play yeah. basketball expected since I watch <clears throat> NBA all the time that LeBron James is on my team. This is dude down a couple <laughs> doors down the street about to be on my starting five. Yeah. But I can't get mad every time he does a dunk. You know what? Yeah. I will say this though, because I, I did watch porn when I was married, right? So I started dating a lot of young women, like mid-20s, early 30s, and a lot of them were reenacting what I saw, like the spitting and like, what are you doing? Like <laughs> I'm a fan. Yeah, I no, mean, no, that's no. cool. No, 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 no. Or like the, oh, like, there we go. He's a fan. Yeah. I'm like, but whoa. Okay. That ain't it. That ain't all. But. I only saw this on the phone. Now you're, you didn't have to spit, but go ahead. Just weird things like that. I don't mind it. It's fine. I don't mind it now. So let me but ask I, you a question. A it was, I, when you were dealing with shock. that, I love was it hard work. to deal with somebody who didn't do that? No, because every woman was that. different. And okay, I was just okay, like, oh, the canvas of playtime. I was probably in the same position where it's like, I didn't know that that was like a, a, a bigger thing. thing where like it was more popularized until like it started happening with me. And I'm like, oh, yeah. okay, I guess it's like 
This is the new I just shit. figured it'd be hard to be like, all right, she jumped off the top ropes. You don't have ropes in your house? Because the last house <laughs> I was at, hey, niggas was jumping off the top ropes. They had them shit. They had the turnbuckles. You don't got no turnbuckles? <laughs> that, shit, that shit came standard. You yeah. don't got a buckle? You don't have a turnbuckle? <laughs> yeah, you know what I'm saying? Yo, yo, come on, man. Make it exciting. Like, you know. Mm-hmm. The last performers were top on, level. Man, I just was fucking Kane. You just gonna be X Pac? Yo, really? We from WWE. <laughs> just gonna X Pac it? We went from WWE <laughs> to like to like local performers. Yeah, like, come yeah. on, man. It ain't right. I don't like it. That's craziness. Yeah. But yeah, man. Uh, yeah, it's it's crazy, man. At this point, you know, people gotta do better. Uh, I think that like let's not be so reliant on fictional shit that's not gonna real be a reality. Uh, we got you guys forget what real life is. At the yeah, end of the always. day. At the end of the day, you got to work on you. Yeah. If you want any change in your life, everything changes when you change you. Your life shuffles around you. Yeah. You just got to work on yourself. Definitely. You yeah. just got to. And, and another thing is, and I'm just speaking from my perspective. Yeah. Don't go out there and be chasing people for relationships. Work on yourselves and that attracts things to you if you're chasing something and then it never happens you're gonna be angry all the time yeah at, at some point put some effort in and then see if it comes to you you know what see, i'm saying see, see if, uh, if the results come in your favor if they don't hey move you on. work on yourself you build a different type of confidence confidence attracts a different type of a different type of woman you know what i'm saying yeah. Yeah. yeah have Definitely. you guys seen that movie blade runner 2049 yeah mm-hmm. you know that hologram of anna de armas mm-hmm. i bet probably in 30 years that's what men are going to be choosing. It's a hologram to come home to. That's crazy. It's kind of here it's already. It's happening though. now. We're in the infancy of it. Huh? You ever seen those sex dolls? The real I've sex seen dolls? them, but... Them new sex dolls. Yeah. They stand... Them shits. You know, oh, shit, man. They, okay. this, is, this is funny because we've... Uh, from the moment this show was like pretty much founded, I think our episode three or four... Yeah. We, we had an episode called Build a Thoughts where we first started <laughs> seeing these like... The, these, uh, you know, sex dolls from overseas. Mm-hmm. They look stupid realistic. Yo, they're crazy. And now they've, er, since then, that's some years ago now, they've enhanced. They're, oh, they're even they've better enhanced. They're just getting to the point where I was like, hey, man, if you put that in my bedroom for about two weeks, I'm going to start talking to it. Bro, yeah. they, it's I mean, crazy. It's going to be like, like hey, Wilson, you want something right? to drink? <laughs> <laughs> I'm going downstairs. You want something to drink? Hey, name <laughs> of the pie, Wilson. <laughs> Yo. <laughs> Talk to me like yeah. Wilson. <laughs> I'm about to go get some. I'm about to get some burgers. You want one? Yeah, you start offering shit, mm-hmm. you know, and you want to take about two weeks. I'm gonna start talking. You want to take her for manicures I and shit? real quick. <laughs> Yo, one day, one day you're gonna start seeing dudes just pulling up to the petty salon, bringing their sex doll in there. I for would sure. not be surprised. No, nope. and, and her name is Lorraine. Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> it's gonna have a name and everything. Just over his shoulder. Yeah, yes. not even. They're gonna that shit gonna be walking. He's gonna by be them. talking shit about you in front of you to her. Look at this nigga mm-hmm. boy, these shoes. <laughs> Bitch ass mother. She's not real. The shoes, them Jordans ain't real, nigga. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> hey, hey, who's being more flavored? Yeah. The shoe flavor. Or my girl. <laughs> that is crazy, man. Yeah. Uh yeah, Visual. speaking of horrific things. Yeah. They both said things. I'll just, you know, Good, hey. I wear this one out, you wore that one out. It's a different type of wear it out. <laughs> Yo, I, I I will say I will be horrified if i ever see this live in person like sex dolls coming in here and just outdoing the real ones that's gonna be wild watch well, it be right. the norm though you remember when you first saw that guy with the bluetooth on his head that one little mic and that, oh that's kind of weird but then it became the norm what if that starts becoming the norm though? listen the it's fun- gonna be like that one the movie, funny part uh, about it is look who's making the ai men or women 
men probably yeah the know. first thing <laughs> that when ai becomes like interact it's going to be something sexual well every like evolutionary like technology like blu-ray dvd internet porn is always the biggest money getter for sure yeah. like yeah. the first thing that's going to be like that's going to be the big money seller yeah. what what is that movie uh where the dude develops the ai like uh ai women he's like a, he's like this rich dude he lives like in the middle of fucking nowhere and he has like uh, oh. it's like this little studio area. And he brings like this guy in to kind of evaluate his shit. And the dude starts falling for one of like these women because they speak. They yeah. speak, but they can be customized. Face, Yo, let me everything. tell you something. Special it's message crazy. to all the women listeners out I there. Tip my tongue, put up. Special message to all the women listeners out there. As soon as the first sex doll. You come home and they say, "How was your day?" You Ex motherfuckers are done. What's that? Wrap it out. Ex, Ex machina. machina. Yeah. Yes. As soon as the first sex doll. Says, how was your day? When you come home, you're women in love. are done. Yeah, yeah you guys are out love. of here. In yep. three years, they're going to be like, okay, how do we have babies? Because because <laughs> sometimes all you want is that, hey, how was your day? Yep. Mm -hmm. That's all you want. You know what I'm saying? And and that's going to be the win for AI. <laughs> women are done. Y'all going to have to be on a on an island somewhere. Hey, good luck. And these girls, they're gonna they're gonna have real life like vaginas. They're gonna feel realistic. Mm -hmm. It's gonna get all kinds of. We moisture. don't have to argue about butthole work because <laughs> she's she's not gonna refuse. Like, what do you mean? You just like tease, but y'all gonna lose. It's gonna be crazy. That's a scary time. That's a horror movie. I say uh, butthole work. About, yeah, about twenty fifty. <laughs> about twenty fifty. Y'all are over. Women are over. Yeah, that's what you want me to do. She said, "How you doing?" And then there was butthole work. What like? Yo, she's, you can't compete, she's, Lorraine. She said she was all about it. No lube. I said no meatloaf. <laughs> Yo, <laughs> two days in a row. Extra beet juice. That's crazy, man. Oh my god. Mm -hmm. But anyway, segueing. Let's segue into. I know that at first, I, I think I forgot that you were into like demonic film. You like that? You're a fan. If you ask me, what type of horror? I mean, horror is supposed to be a roller coaster. Yeah, I, think I know so. it's scary. I want to ride the ride. I want to mm -hmm. be disturbed or scared and i want to feel something and then get off the ride yeah you know how many fucking horror movies i've seen in my life like i'm desensitized so the only thing that really disturbs you i grew up in church and I, even if i don't feel that way mm -hmm. anymore that still is embedded in your dna oh yeah, yeah yeah you feel like somebody's playing with some shit they're not supposed to yep mm -hmm. you know what i'm saying that's so what I, those are the ones i love to see and that's the movies i like myself. the more people i see like no i don't get into that i don't like to watch that the more i'm like yo i want to see this fucking film yeah mm. the more you say no the more i'm saying because yes. everybody else seems to be scared of shit they think not, if you watch that it's yeah. gonna allow them to come into exactly. your house exactly it's the, it's the yeah that thought process of the I invited in. Yep. You want to be disturbed like the ring. Remember when the ring came out? That was a big deal that when that shit, came out. That yeah. was wild. Disturbing. That was wild. That shit I, had I me. Out. That shit had me like, oh, shit. I, I ain't even going to lie. Even when the first like Paranormal came, I'm like. Yo, Paranoia, yeah. I was like, like people was talking shit and bashing that movie. And I was like, bro, imagine setting up cameras and then that's just fucking really playing out yeah. in your house mm -hmm. overnight. Fuck all that. Part one was a big deal, too, when that came out. Everybody was excited about that. Then they just kind of redid the same thing. There was a... There was an alien movie based on a real life thing. What is it called? The fifth or the fourth? The fifth kind. The fifth kind. Mm -hmm. Have you ever seen the fifth kind? I did, and it scared the hell out of me. Then the I found out. Then I found out it was fake. I didn't. I didn't find fake. that out, oh, bro. <laughs> but just the ending of that shit yeah. stuck with you forever. Mm -hmm. Mothman prophecies. Have you ever seen mm -hmm. that? I love that one. Crazy. That one I didn't see. That shit is fucking disturbing. And it's bro. true. It all you gotta see. Yeah, that's yeah, that based. See the, that kind of shit. 
that's based on True story. or is said based on. Yeah. Even if it's slight, like there's such things as slight, like Fallen with Denzel Washington. That freaked me. Yeah, that's a good one. That's a good one. Mm-hmm. Cause it's transferring and mm-hmm. that time is on my side. On, man, yeah. that shit fucks with you. Yeah, I want. That's what I'm saying. Mess with my head. That's and I think that's why like I'm drawn to movies like even like the the early Conjuring films, right? Like yeah. the first one, I always think is the best because it was the one where they were relying less on all these extra effects. It was just like a house. It felt like very realistic. You know what I'm saying? Like nothing seemed like CGI'd or anything. And I was just like, bro. Felt like Amityville, didn't fucking it? Fucking imagine like this shit play. Like imagine this happening in your fucking household. And what makes that film brilliant is like you're scared of sounds. He's using sound design the entire time. Yes. Except for the end, the climax, it's Fuck all just with sounds. with my head. Knocks. Did that Boo out. shit don't work. Yeah. Boo yeah. don't work. Fuck with my head. Yeah. yeah. Make me think about it after. I love it's psychological over. horror movies. Like my favorite to this day, and it really affected me when I was an adult, was Jacob Slatter. I don't know if you've seen that lately, but yep. as a parent and seeing that again, mm-hmm. a man going through his own personal hell. Yeah. Dude, that's it's fucking deep, man. That yeah. movie has messed with me. That stays in my head. That's I need to do a review on that. I, have <laughs> yeah. you seen what is it? It's not Bone Saw. It's not Bone Saw. What's the movie with the um the indigenous crazy mother? Is it is it? <sighs> I'm trying to remember what the name of this thing. It's disturbing, but it's like a Something about the jawbone or something like that, and they they use it to kill people. I'm I'm hmm. gonna find out real western. quick. It's a western. A bone tomahawk ago. or something. Like that? Yeah, bone yeah, yeah, that yeah, shit. I have is, that. Yo, that shit fucked with me. What, See, I I, I, knew, I knew you would figure it out because yeah. you huh? fucking know everything. I have that. It's fucking awesome, dude. Bone hawk tomahawk. That's a good one. That's Kurt. crazy. I think like uh, sometimes like you know I like to especially around this time of year. This is where I, I try to go back and try to watch some of the classics that I was a fan of. Mm-hmm. And some movies don't hit the same. Yes, sir. And some movies don't hit the same, but like there's certain ones that like are always gonna be standout favorites of mine. You know, uh, like certain of the certain Halloween films, like the Mike Myers joints. Yeah. But I don't like them all, but I noticed that I started to watch them more for the for the kills, <laughs> the kill scenes. That's what you're going in to pay for. That's really what you that's yeah. really especially today, like when they make them today. Mm-hmm. I'm not going in there to get scared. Yeah. I'm What's going a, in there to see like what kind of effects we're dealing like with. Like how here. good is it gonna look? Yeah. Yeah. What is a horror movie that you know should not bother you, but does bother you? Dead Silence. Okay. I haven't seen that one yet. Yeah, I don't know. I haven't seen what that. Hmm. For me, I think it's the Exorcist. Because just like you, that shit's real. And I know if you invite it in or mess with the Ouija board, something oh, you feel will like happen. It, yeah. Yo. I won't fuck with that. No. Wait, hold on. Speaking of the ghosts. Hmm. That was crazy. That's a fun one. I like it that shouldn't one. bother me. But oh, it, but for some reason, it bothers it, you. It bothers but me. But real quick, though, about the exorcist. So remember, I took that trip to El Salvador a few months back, right? Well, they were having like, I guess twice a year, they have a Halloween fest type mm-hmm. thing that they have. It's big. And so they have multiple haunted houses inside there. Mind you, it's like fucking July, August right now. So it's it's human and stuff. <clears> but like the idea that they got all these real looking characters from movies and films yeah. that we like, right? One of the houses is exorcist themed. Oh. Something I had never seen in real life, right? So I go in there. The first room has the girl who looks just like the girl from The Exorcist, like the original film. She's on this bed, and she's, like, kind of crawling around it. There's a dude who's, like, you know, presented as, like, the the father who's going to, like, you know, do the, the prayers and shit like that, right? 
And the girl lays back and she's on the thing and then she starts to elevate from the fucking bed. Nice. And I'm like not freaked out, but everybody in the room is freaking out. And I'm trying to figure out like, how are they doing this? Like, I'm trying to see how she's <laughs> elevating because she was just crawling around the fucking bed and the bed's not moving. Yeah. It's just her going up. And I'm like, this is wild. But then they had cut the lights and like everybody started freaking out and running and shit. But I was just like, bro, before she started elevating, the dudes started fucking saying like these little prayer stuff. Mm. And like, I'm like... There's certain things they probably shouldn't be fucking messing with here. That's how yeah. you. That's how you feel. That's it's the first in your thought. DNA. Yep. It's the first fucking thought. It's yeah. like they shouldn't be like, messing nah. with this. Even shit. If, even if it's not biblical, biblical minded killer suspense. It's crazy. Like um, what's what's Brad Pitt, Morgan Freeman? Seven. Seven. That's a good one. Always this guy, great. This guy is like three for three right now. He's three for three. <laughs> well, yeah, this is his area. Yo, yeah. area of expertise. It's never old. It yeah, never it's disturbing. Gets old. And think about it, that one scene where that guy had that dildo with the knife. Yep. You don't see it. Yeah. Just him describing it and your head does the rest. Or I love that, dude. Motherfucker, he was Who's feeding him? and you get to watch the pictures of him like. Yeah. Like, when it, like yeah. kept him deteriorating. Oh, my God. Yeah. You know what? I will take it back. To answer your question, the Hills Have Eyes remake, because I don't like seeing a family get murdered and women get raped. Yes. I don't like that shit. That, that, it's that, like, that, uh, that fucked me a little bit. I was just like, bro, this is fucked up. Yeah. Like, you know, it, it, that, that was wild. Like not that. only that, but, like, the fact that you could be driving. Like, I ain't going to lie. It, it made me not want to drive through these middle, middle of nowhere, nowhere. places. Like, yeah. I started to think these things when I was at the Grand Canyon. <laughs> yeah, but that makes a best film. Because I was all like, think about it after the film. Yeah, and I was just like, I'm just there. I'm like, dude, imagine. I think I told my brother this. I was like, dude, imagine the fucking characters from, like, Hills Have Eyes just popping up at the fucking Grand Canyon. Yep. And it's getting dark right now. See, for me... <laughs> I think it's racial. For us, we don't think Hills of Eyes. We just don't like driving through Alabama and Mississippi. Oh, yeah. They have those, what do they call it? After mid- Cops. Uh, no, there's a time. <laughs> Sundown time. There you go. Sundown, Sundown towns. Yeah. yeah. I think that there is a missed opportunity that was only explored maybe twice. No, but that was beautiful. And it was stupid that they never picked it back up. But, anyways, I, I'm not even getting into that. Or Watchmen. But I um, Watchmen. Oh, there, there. Serpent in a Rainbow. Uh, we're gonna watch that again tonight. Voodoo. Don't fuck with that. Should be, but it scares the fucking shit out of black people. It made me want to take. Scares the shit out of me too. Man. American Horror Story <laughs> did a good job, a little bit with that. Yeah. Mm-hmm. How they how they tied witches and Tichuba into it because that's actually you know yeah. historical, but. Voodoo is is <laughs> needs to be explored because certain in a serpent in a rainbow was like, whoa, yeah, for real, and zombie motherfucker. But just okay, but even even they had, like serpent and rainbow was beautiful because it had boo scared and a whole bunch of other stuff. But the idea of everybody thinks I'm dead, but I feel everything, yeah. and to be buried alive—that's mm-hmm. one of my nightmares. Yo, like. Even now, just thinking about that shit is crazy. I get to watch them bury me. Yeah. You know, and then you're stuck down there because you can't fucking move. Yeah. And oh, just the thought of that shit. There's a great documentary, you. Cursed Films 2, that came out on Shudder. Yeah. There's like a good 45-minute episode on the Serpent of the Rainbow and the production. Crazy. Yeah. I never heard about those stories. Yeah, check it out. They like, got fucked up? Well, like, uh, the just check it out. Okay. I highly recommend it. I know yeah. that Poltergeist, the boy, the people that... They were getting they were people just all dying. Mm-hmm. Is that is that the movie? That's not the movie where they started doing investigations to see if everybody was alive. No, no, that's another movie where everybody looked like they were killed for real. Yeah, and they started know. investigating to and following up, like doing wellness checks, make sure everybody who Crazy. was acting in that movie was alive because mm-hmm. they were 
killed so well in the fucking film. Oh, you're, you're talking about uh, Cannibal Holocaust. That's probably it. Yeah, that's what it is. Yeah. <laughs> imagine you're doing. Imagine you're an actor. You're doing a film. That feels, you know, you know it's a scary movie, yeah, but yeah, it yeah. feels weird. Then, like, the first two actors dying, and you're just like, whoa. Yeah. I may have to back out on this shit, because I don't know, you know what the this fuck ain't, is going on, This bro. ain't for me. Yeah. You know, I, I, I might need to step back. This is starting to feel a little wrong. You know what, Phil? My son and I saw I saw it a long time ago, but he had never saw it. We saw it a couple days ago, Candyman, the original one. For oh, sure. Yeah, yeah. And I, after it was over, I looked at him and go, what do you think? It was just kind of sad. I'm like, whoa, what do you mean? He yeah. goes... Tony fucking Todd, man. I love that dude. He's actually the voice of Venom yep. on that new Spider-Man yeah, game. Yeah. But he he said he felt bad for Candyman because at the end, he's yep. like, come back to me because that's his true love. Yeah, yeah. And they really don't touch on it a little bit, but it's just heartbreaking. He said he felt bad for Candyman and how what he's happened brokenhearted to again at the end. And I'm like, oh, I never thought of it that way. So just seeing Some a, of these kids nowadays, too, are viewing shit again? different. Yeah. They're viewing shit that like we didn't view back then. Yes, it's different. And different that, lens, that's, man. that's the crazy. Sometimes you got to take... Uh, your your kills with you because they're seeing shit that we didn't realize for some of these old school movies. Yeah, I think I think we see like when's the last time you watched Toxic Avenger? Uh, not since I was like eight or nine. Please go back and watch that and then go. What the fuck were we watching? Yeah, they remade it. It's fucking crazy. If you watch, I'm telling you, we had no. We we should not have been watching that shit. Mm-hmm. Eyes wide shut. I saw it the other day. That shit was fucking with me. I, I love that. Have I you ever seen movie. the Ninth Gate? A uh, long time ago. I love those that shit. The you know, Ninth you Gate. Know, you know what movie? Eyes wide shut. And this is more. I I guess like we would consider it to be more like a mainstream type of horror film is uh. But the idea of it of what was going on like the first Insidious movie. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And the idea that I'm like, yo, imagine like being kind of born into this. You don't know what's going on, and then you realize that your father has this history of shit. And now it's like poured onto you. Yeah. And like you're in this position like out of nowhere, basically overnight, where you feel like you're kind of being like chased by something demonic. And I'm like, dude, imagine like if this shit is real, like real shit happens in real life. That's just like the most, you know, unfortunate situation you could be in, Mm -hmm. you know, where you didn't do nothing wrong. You're just an innocent kid. And boom, because of my my father. Yeah, I'm here now. I will always have a special love in my heart for zombies, though. Oh yeah, of course. Always, just the, just the concept of it all ends, and it's just you and everybody else that's around is fucked up. Mm-hmm. Fast zombie, but even slow, so you even have an slow zombies for Dawn overwhelm of the you. That's what I'm saying. Like, even slow mean, zombies overwhelm you. You know, mm-hmm. you know which movie I felt or what zombie movie I felt did it the best, but, or at least like their top two. And it's because of how the zombies looked, especially. What? And because I think that was one of the first ones where I see them speed running. Z. Well, one of them was Dawn of the Dead. I was going to say Dawn of the yeah. Dead. Yeah. Oh, okay. Dawn of the yeah, Dead. Yeah, a, a zombie that can run a 4-3 is much scarier yeah. than being overwhelmed. You, before, before zombies, I wasn't scared of shit. You know what got me was Resident Evil. The, yeah, yeah, Resident Evil. A lot of people don't understand. Some, like, person is in a lab. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Shit. Right now, trapped in that yes. hive that, yes. is crazy. But yeah, even even a video just game, just hide in the I remember yeah. being I remember being a kid, and I would hang out with my older cousin. But he was older, yeah. yeah. So whenever we would go over and hang out at his house, he was like, "Look, if you want, you would just play the you can play the game. We are gonna go out to the club. But if you want to stay, you can stay. Like, yeah, I'll you stay. played it by Re- yourself at night. Listen, oh, Resident yeah. Evil had just come out. Yep, I'm a kid. Yes, yeah. He left me <laughs> in his apartment. <laughs> New apartment, no yeah. furniture. Yeah. Oh, oh you was on the dark, floor. Echoey. Yeah. 
And I'm playing Resident Evil for the first time. That's Man, badass. that's one of the worst times in my life. Yeah, that probably wasn't the best setting. Even the yeah. most subtle shit. I go to door. They just show door. Yeah. Oh, the other side of the door. They don't show what's on the other side. It's just door it's opening. It's suspense. And like, then boom. Yeah. 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 The music hits. Yeah. Yeah, man. Even the video game. Fucking Silent Hill was... That's my favorite. Silent movie. Hill was crazy. Part two the fucked me up. But the movie was dope. I love the movie. Yeah. I consider it one of the best video game adaptations ever. For it. sure. Why mm-hmm. can't they do Resident Evil right, but they keep making Silent Hill movies that are actually decent? Um, that first one, I mean, though, They're was... making part two again with the same director from part one. Gustav Vaughn is his name. Yes, he's going re- he's directing part two. I just need Guillermo del Toro to do Resident Evil. It's it's good when they get the the former directors to come back and do that it because the right way he did it right. You can have a good was... expectation for what they can do. Back to the running zombies. Uh, my favorite zombie movie of all time is Return of the Living Dead, the '85 movie. Mm-hmm. They had the first running zombies. Yeah, and, but the zombies that that scare the shit out of me are the ones from Twenty Eight Days Later. Yes, mm. four. Sure. One of the most underrated films of all time. The soundtrack gives me goosebumps, dude. I think too. But just, like I said, the concept of he just wakes up. Yep. And it's already over. And now you're just confused by this fucking diseased. It's not just zombie. It's people. It's It's diseased. Yeah. (laughs) Yeah. You know what I'm saying? It's a virus. And I think that's why, like, the there's a big appreciation for me for Dawn of the Dead because, like, I did see these zombies, but obviously they did the makeup yeah, like to perfection. Like I never got that sense of like shit's fake because it looked really. Even the dude, remember the one arm dude mm-hmm. who was charging at the door? Yeah, and I was like, how the fucking how they do that? I want to know how they did this. <laughs> I remember Zombie Baby scared the like that yeah. disturbed me, bro. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Fucking Makai Pfeiffer played that scene so mm-hmm. great. You want to kill my family? Yeah, he was <laughs> great, <laughs> dude. Back look, man. Mm-hmm. That was crazy, man. I, I that's that's how I kind of vision an apocalypse happening because you do you got you got your asshole rich guy who has a boat mm-hmm. and like you know then you have like people who are just normal like the police officer a nurse and then you have like just random people in the mix yeah you, you know and that's how I expect a bunch to end up together if you're gonna be hiding out somewhere it's like everybody's different mm-hmm. you, you like the you know how we talk about like oh if an apocalypse is happening I'm getting my best homies together we're all gonna be strapped. Like in real life, that's not how that's it's gonna not, play out. I'm going. I'm going to. I'm going to academy for metal bats because they don't run out of bullets. <laughs> Y'all can go to them gun stores all the fuck you want. Yeah. Yep. And, and chances are you're probably gonna die at the gun store because somebody's gonna kill you to take what you got. <laughs> yep. That's really what's gonna happen. You know what? You know what? If I was a if I was a zombie if I was a zombie movie creator, the thing that I would hate the most, I think the most detrimental thing and one of the greatest things was Shaun of the Dead. I love that movie. Shaun of the Dead was good. Shaun of the Hilarious. Dead, like. Kick zombies in the balls because they made it funny. Yeah, mm-hmm. you know what I'm saying. They mm-hmm. did. It's gr- because it kind of makes zombies like not as scary because it was so. I mean, but when you look at most, it was so funny. Walk, it was so good. Most of the zombie movies where they walk, people are their own downfall. Of course, sure. There's no reason why you should. Of course, be a zombie creeping through leaves. I really think it affected that genre because it was so great. Mm-hmm. Yeah, Shaun of the Dead was excellent, bro. Yeah, I, I enjoy. It. I've seen that countless times. Yeah, I, just, I watch it, it over really, and over. It's one and of those over. films that doesn't get old. For Never me. gets old. I love movies that where I can repeat watch, and I don't feel like I'm getting tired of this. You know what I'm saying? You know what zombie movie we're not kind of talking about? I don't know if it's maybe a movie, but it's uh, Michael Jackson's Thriller. The music All right, let me, video? No, hold on, no, 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 that, that no, 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 hold on. It does. That makeup is hold good. on, hold on. I'll give you that. Let me let me explain this to you. Okay, sure. When I was a kid, scared the fuck out of me, dude. When I was a kid, 
And I think this is a form of abuse that we don't talk about. <laughs> Y'all laughing, but listen. I remember. Yeah. I loved Michael Jackson, right? Of course. But for years, I couldn't watch him because of Thriller. Yep. My cousin, as a punishment, when I was bad and when she would babysit me, we'll put my brother and them would hold me down That's and hold my up, eyes open. Dude. Wow. <laughs> Just to watch Thriller. You had a dramatic or a traumatized. I I promise you though, (laughs) it was like it was excellent. Like every aspect, even when they were climbing out slow. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. And then at the end when he does the eyes, Mm -hmm. like it traumatized me as a kid to whereas Michael Jackson in the 80s, I don't think you guys understand. He was magic. He was a god. Like he was magic. But for a a couple years, I couldn't fuck with Mike. Yeah. But you had it, a you, you had a real traumatic. Uh, it, things upbringing. were a little different back then. Mm-hmm. It's like, oh, oh, so you got a lot of mouth? Cool. Turn on Thriller. Like, no, 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 no. You got a lot of mouth. Maybe you can sing Thriller. Mm-hmm. And then they'd hold you down and hold your eyes open and make you watch Thriller. The fact that they had it on demand is crazy. Back then, <laughs> yeah. He's <laughs> like, yo, the, Kai sounded like he had YouTube well, in back, well, back in the day, there was yeah. a tape that came out that he saw. Yeah. Michael Jackson, I think, was the first to have like a behind was, the scenes. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Even his Pepsi commercials. And he would sell the tape. Yeah. All Even his, his Pepsi commercials came in via videos like VHS. Mm-hmm. That was a big deal, man. But that, the, the, the makeup was good on that video. The full video for Remember the Time was like 15 minutes. Yeah. Well, everyone, everything he did was an event. Yeah. yeah, yeah. I remember. Do you remember they would like just stop? The new everything they would like, stop the, the news. Everything would stop. The news would stop for the new Michael Jackson. He was you, you, uh, you Martin see that, you Scorsese. See that level of star power? Martin, Scors- Martin Scorsese directed bad video. Yeah. Really? Yeah. Mm-hmm. And Wesley Snipes is in it. Yeah. That's dope. Yeah. I didn't know that. Nice. Yeah. It was it was crazy. I'm black and white was like an event. Yeah. Event. Yeah, I remember that. Yeah. And I remember they had the morph at the end. We thought it was like, holy shit, this is like the pinnacle of like CGI. Yeah. Was all these faces morphing. That shit cost them millions to do that shit. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Oh, I believe it. Yeah. They stopped the Especially news with back that. then. Yeah, back then, I feel like it was so expensive just to get shit done. Well, the year before that, T2 had come out. So that technology was oh, like yeah, that introduced. Was... So if you took a piece of that and did the whole morphing thing. Yeah. Mm. Dope, man. Mm-hmm. But anyway, I do know. Branching off from movies, we did want to talk about something uh, that we were talking about pre-show. Yeah. Uh, you can definitely chime in. Sure. Um, I'm pretty sure most many people have perspectives on it, whether you're very informed or not. I feel like I'm not as informed, but I know enough, I think, to where I can have at least a perspective. But uh, go ahead. I wanted to, I think that it is important as, as a writer, as people with platforms, and anything that you do, if you're old enough, if you're a serious thinker, I think that you should spend your time on this earth speaking on subjects that yep. you see that are happening around you. Yep. I've used my platforms, my books, my social media, whatever, to talk about during the whole Black Lives Matter movement, during Standing Rock with Native Americans and the Dakota Pipeline, the migrants dealing with the ICE situation in the detention centers where kids were dying and what have you, and all of these subjects. And I think that we are watching... Uh, genocide right now going on in in Palestine. Mm -hmm. And I'm really disappointed that we're watching it. We support it with our money. Yes, We support it with the people that we elect, and I'm part of that. And we're watching them. First of all, we watched the the largest open-air prison. We're watching ethnic cleansing. Mm -hmm. We're watching now genocide. And I'm disappointed that we don't see nothing. We don't like we don't say anything. We don't use our platforms. 
to, to talk about it. it. Yeah. And for me personally, I don't feel like I'm not informed enough is an excuse anymore because we walk around with a history of right. the okay. world and all the world's with information in, your in our pocket. <laughs> yeah. A simple search will bring you information. There's no reason to not be informed and there's no reason to not have or develop an opinion on the situation. Yeah, yeah. And it's, it's really sad I came in here with a heavy mind because I'm not for colonialism. I'm always going to be on the side of a people or an oppressed people um, worldwide, globally. Of course. The struggle. And I'm really disappointed in, in what I'm seeing in people. You let Jada Pinkett's name come up and everybody has an opinion. But my, this comes up. My and... shit, my shit lights up. But when you're watching actual genocide, like it's just funny to me. Like I feel like we could take our phones and all our technology and go back to the fifties and sixties, and we could have all of that and see people getting blown down the street with hoses and go, well, it's not in my algorithm, so I didn't really technically see it a lot. Yeah. We could take it to the forties, all this technology, and we're watching Holocaust. Well, it's not really in my. I don't know enough about it. We could take it to the eighteen hundreds, slavery. Well, it's not really in my algorithm. I don't know enough about it to really speak on it. It's fucking disappointing because we're actually watching this shit. Play out. Play yeah. out mm -hmm. and happen in front of us. So it's really hard. You just open your phone right now. You have to physically turn away from it because you want to. To not see it. Because you yeah. have the privilege to. Mm -hmm. You know what I'm when saying? It's not, when it's not happening to you, people tend to care less. Yeah, I feel, it, like, that's, it, it I feel just, like that's what I noticed. It just annoys me that people are like, well, I'm not necessarily that informed. Like, you don't want to be. Yeah. You don't see these people as people, and it makes me wonder why. See, even, even when I describe, like, not being as informed about it, I could still have a whole conversation about it because, mm -hmm. bro, even it, like even the idea of genocide or, you know, just war, killing, uh, the, the, the murder of children, women and children together, it's like... You have no perspective on this. Like y'all see that, these videos. That, that y'all not yeah. stupid. Y'all see these you? videos, right? Yeah, like it's it's crazy. Even if you're not looking for it or checking yeah, for it, and especially it comes across. You yeah. you gotta turn it off. The horror is immediate. Yeah, but it's been like that for years. Of course, but now it's crazy. Mm -hmm. And we back in it. And you got Biden and and our you know in my specific community, our parents and our grandparents pressure us. Yeah, to vote. Mm -hmm. And the vote Democrat, mm -hmm. and we do. And then you get him sit up there and tell them, well, you know, it was the other team. You guys, we're gonna fund you a billion dollars, but it's the same guy. When reparations come up, it's like we'll bankrupt the country. Mm -hmm. Word. Mm -hmm. But y'all just got a billion. It just, it's just, I don't know. I I think it's very telling mm -hmm. when people don't use their platforms to speak on something that they. Yeah, that they see that is clearly. I don't want to die, and, and they were like, "He never said nothing about nothing." Yeah, you didn't see it. It yeah. happened in your lifetime. You had mm -hmm. nothing to say. No matter what side you're on, everybody wants to. You have didn't a, have nothing to every, say. Everybody wants to have a voice when it's convenient for them, but yeah. when there's real issues that matter, that are you know real situations going on, people are really losing lives, you know, and and we're silent. You know, that's the unfortunate part. There's a, a TikTok dating coach. Her name's uh, Sadia Khan. She's beautiful. She's Palestinian, and uh, she's does relationship advice. She's that's what she's known for. Right. Yeah, yeah. She had half a million followers on TikTok. Sorry, and what's about her name? Sadia Khan. S A D I A. Then Khan. I know who you're talking about. Yeah, she's a. I know her. She's like a not. She's. I consider her like a colleague. Anyway, she started speaking about what's going on, and her platform got banned. 
Of course. Yeah. That's so what they're, they're yeah. banning. They banned the flag uh, in FIFA. And so, so. Irish fans yeah. were waving. They were waving so the, uh, Palestinian flags. Yeah. And I think a lot of platformers who have like their livelihoods, I'm just talking about, she doesn't care. She's going to keep speaking about of it. Of course. Yeah. But there's others who have like uh, a huge platform. I know a few guys on YouTube who got a like, half a million subscribers. That's their livelihood. They got kids and they choose not to say anything controversial because they don't want to risk losing their livelihood. Now, it's kind of like censorship without censorship. So they stay in the safe lane. I don't and understand. I know, too, I know yeah. too many people like that who go, like, okay, I can speak to it, but what is it going to do? I'm going to have to go back to work. My wife's going to have to go work to work and lose everything. So I know a few guys who stay away from anything controversial, trans, anything that can get you canceled because that's their life. I always... I mean, of course, like just like we spoke earlier, you know, you can, you know, based on certain actions you take, certain things you say, mm -hmm. there is the potential chance that you could lose your job, you know, yeah. things of that sort. But at the end of the day, like you get canceled if you allow yourself to be canceled. Because look how many people. It's not real. Yeah, that's what I'm saying. Mm -hmm. it, it's not a real thing unless you allow it to be. I will say this. If I'm being completely honest, mm -hmm. I understand that. People are more like each other than, like, I'm an extreme, clearly, I'm mm -hmm. an extreme personality. So I do understand the concept of, you know, safe and, and, and just trying to maintain. Um, but I just don't have the mind, I don't have the mindset for that. Mm -hmm. Like, I, I think about, I think about being remembered. I think about legacy. I think about the end and how I want to be seen and how I experienced the world around me. Mm -hmm. And I don't want to be those motherfuckers from the past and the black and white stuff that never said nothing, that never did nothing, that just nothing. Yeah. You just never nothing. Yeah. You watched all the horror and the atrocities and you had nothing. You were indifferent. No, I never want to say, be that no person. Action. Yeah. You're scared of consequence. I'm just not fearful of things that are just invisible to me. And and you know, and you shouldn't be scared for trying to do or <clears> say the right thing. You know, and some things need to be heard. What right? a terrible way to live. And, and yeah, and for you to censor yourself or just stop yourself in general from speaking what needs to be spoken into the public eye, you know, it's like, well, what are you doing? You know, and I get it. You know, some people are fearful. They're like, yo, you know, I got a family. I got this and that. I get, you know, I worked hard to get here. You know, the last thing I want is to end up not having anything, not un being un unable to support my family or whatever. Right. But pick, like, you can select how you want to say certain things. I think that's extreme. That's the extreme. That's extreme thinking. You think you're going to live, you think you're going to lose it all for having an opinion on something that is clearly wrong. The loss of, like a massacre and stuff is wrong. Well, people are Whether it's extreme, coming from Hamas they, they think or whether it comes from that's why. anybody. Mm -hmm. Yeah. You're yeah. not going to be under a bridge because you were like, yo, I'm, I think that's wrong. Yeah. I think that's cowardice. Cowardice is offensive to me. Mm -hmm. You know what I'm saying? I understand safe, but safe turns into cowardice real quick. Yeah, it can. You mm -hmm. know what I'm saying? And I just I don't under I don't understand that, and I don't want to be a part of that. I appreciate the platform. You know, you allow me to speak on that, but I just never want to be in a position where I never use my platform to pe to speak on stuff. Voice that, yourself. Yeah. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? I think that's an important thing that like, you know, there's people out there who they do got something to say and they just don't. And, you know, and who knows whatever that word is that, that person could express could change a lot of things. You they, never know. The yep. government charts dissent. You don't think they do. 
I promise you they do. Mm-hmm. They chart dissent to get pulse on the country. Stuff like COINTELPRO and all these other movements that were happening to destroy people movements in the past don't exist if they don't measure dissent. Mm-hmm. Dissent is a problem. Martin Luther King was not killed for trying to liberate black people. He went all those years doing that stuff and he went untouched. When he tried to organize poor people, mm-hmm. that's that was a problem. black, white, Hispanic, everybody. Now it's a problem. People power, dissent is a problem if you can get everybody to adhere to it. <clears throat> mm-hmm. You understand what I'm saying? See, and I, so they measure dissent, especially on social media now. And I'm glad you point that out because I think the people who are uninformed, they think that like it, like if you bring up Martin Luther King, they only think about li- the liberation of black people, right? Yeah. But they don't think about what you just said. Right. There's a reason for and there, that. It's like, you know it's deeper than what you think, right? <laughs> he was unpopular even with black people by the time he died. Mm-hmm. Even they were tired of him. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? It didn't stop him. But it just goes to so they measure dissent to see what the pulse is. Enough dissents will change their message and their behavior. Mm-hmm. So for people who feel like, well, I mean, just me talking about it, it's not going to change nothing. That's bullshit. It can. It absolutely can. Mm-hmm. It's the pressure. Pressure allows them to do stuff. Because usually money makes them do stuff. But pressure allows them to do stuff. If everybody in the world woke up like this and was like, nah, I don't have to take that shit no more. We outnumber them. Mm-hmm. Yeah. They're smart. They measure dissent. And it may change their message. I guarantee you he's going to start walking shit back come election time. Because he wants to run, but now he's marred oh, yeah. by siding with them. And we're going to see the results of this. Everybody didn't like Nat Turner. Widen the lens. Now you see slavery. He wasn't so wrong. Everybody didn't like Nelson Mandela. Widen the lens. He doesn't seem so wrong. People didn't like Martin Luther King. Widen the lens. After some time, you see they were wrong. Mm-hmm. Even Muhammad Ali. The yeah. world changed around him. He never changed. The, the lens widened. <clears throat> you understand what I'm saying? Yeah. So I just don't want I I just don't want to ever be a part of a platform that doesn't speak to this stuff. Mm-hmm. Of course. So I, I think it's terrible what's going on and it's always going on. Yeah. And our money pays for that. It's it's not new stuff and you know, uh it's unfortunate the people who have to suffer through it because you know, a lot of us here are privileged. You know, we don't we don't know what it's like for like war to be declared on our soil and we're running around and people are, you know, there's a war happening right outside your front door. Can you imagine? Like we, the, don't, we don't know what that's like. The concept of you literally have nothing. You yeah. have nothing. Mm-hmm. And then they bomb you every now and then just to. Yeah, you, 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 you already live in poverty. You just have nothing. And then, boom, there's explosions going off just because for whatever reason. And they'll shoot up your funeral, too. Yeah, you know, shits and giggles. They don't care. The, the sad thing uh, to your point that you're mentioning about being a voice, I think a lot of people, and I see it because I don't comment back to a lot of people sure. in my mm-hmm. feed, but I, I read them whenever I get a chance. A lot of us, not us here, but there's a lot of people have just simply given up. They give up on relationships, women, buying a home, working overtime because it ain't paying for shit. Jobs. Food. Why am I going to have a kid? I can't support them. Why do I, why do I want a family? I mean, I want a stay-at-home wife. My 50000 a year ain't going to pay for shit. Mm-hmm. People have given up. Whenever there's an asteroid coming on the news or whatever, can I, do I have to pay my bills? People are ready for the world to end. And for that's sure. sad, in my opinion, because there's no fight left. Yeah. So to your point, when I see horrible things like that, people just they don't have given that, up. There's no they don't have that fight they have in nothing them. To, they feel yeah. there's nothing to fight for. Yeah, they've given up on America. They've given up on our dream, where we're at, the women. They just 
given up, man. I, and it's sad. You're absolutely right. And I think there's another element to that, right? Mm-hmm. And that's our own... It's stuff that we have allowed to happen to us, right? We sit around in a room, and I say, describe a terrorist. Quick, 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 quick. Yeah. What you going to describe? I mean, there's... Somebody who's fighting we, for their beliefs. We know... We know... <laughs> Dog, we, know, we, know we you, can be real. If you, somebody asks us right now to describe it, quick, 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 quick. Kai Phoenix. <laughs> a, a lot of... <laughs> hey, but... In a, in a way, yeah. <laughs> sure. Well, Kai it, Phoenix So when it comes to anybody that comes off... Arab, mm-hmm. we have no sympathy. If you can demonize enough, yeah. you make it okay to hurt you. Same mm-hmm. thing what they do with the migrants. That horde that was coming over the border that was going to destroy us, mm-hmm. which turned out to be just nothing but women, mothers. Mm-hmm. It's okay to hurt you now because I've demonized you enough. So what yeah. they're doing in the detention centers where you can't even get soap, they take your kid and you find out after you go back over the border that, you're, oh, your kid died in a detention center. We just... Mm. That's crazy. You yeah. can't even imagine how that must feel. Yeah, because we, we don't experience it's that. It's okay to hurt you. We've already demonized you ahead of time. Yeah. I think there's giving up, and mm-hmm. then that's conditioning yeah. put together. Mm-hmm. The crazy part is, like, when you say describe a terrorist, before I could see where, you know, most people would, would describe somebody who's from the Middle East. Mm-hmm. You know, that it's so easy to describe it because what is the, what is the most recent terroristic experience they have? A 9-11, you know, uh, and then, you know, Middle Eastern all over the TV. And this is like terrorist groups and ISIS and all this and that. This is the, this is the picture they've been painted. Right? Which is which is sad, because if you actually think about it, if you gave just a couple seconds, if you ask me what a terrorism situation is, I'm thinking Uvalde. Yeah, I'm thinking mm-hmm. what just happened in Maine. Oh, nobody's the ma- talking. The 22 yeah. people just mass. You know why we don't care? Because of white. Yeah, probably. Yeah, it's, they, like, it's we, like the submarine. We, we, we don't view these white guys as terrorists. Mm-hmm. It's just not if a it, thing. And I'm, you know, I'm I'm pro black. If it happened to us, if that happened in Atlanta, to predominantly, it'd be a problem. But mm-hmm. it happened in Maine. But if you notice the, the the main shooter and then the Vegas shooter, remember back in 2017? Mm-hmm. Yeah, they the always they tie the white shooter to mental illness. Yep. Always. 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 He was alone, yeah. disturbed. Yeah. Everybody else is but just But they all a happen to be terrorist. the same like mindset. Yeah. With the same weaponry. Mm-hmm. That's terrorism. Yep. That's what I think of when you There's always an arsenal. But a normal person, uh-huh. if you quick, 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 what's a terrorist? It's going to be a Middle Eastern. And for yeah. us here, I'd be like, look at all these mass shooters. Those are our terrorists. They're uh continuously killing our own people here. That's not terrorism to you? Like a mass killing of various innocent groups. It's, it's a conditioning. Yeah, it's, yeah. it's, it's craziness. And uh, my only thing is, and this is something I, I feel like is not talked about enough, is the way that... I'm not saying I don't want our country to help other other countries when they're in need, you know, war and things are happening. But I'm like, man, we also live in a, in a country where we're not even fully invested in helping ourselves. You know, like they're... How long? How long did they talk about Flint, right? At, at that time, that's still going. And Jackson, Mississippi. And I'm like, I'm pretty sure they still don't have. They drinkable still don't water. have drinkable water. No. Why is that? Why can't we pump some money in there? You know, like why? Why don't we take care of ourselves? Like it's not a priority. You yeah. know, um, there's so many things that I think could be improved. You know, just here alone. And I'm like, we we just choose not to do it, or our country chooses not <clears throat> to do it. I think that 
what people don't want to talk about because we get money in a capitalistic in a capitalistic system somebody has to be exploited mm-hmm. you have to designate who that's gonna be yeah and then it's okay for them to be whatever yeah mm-hmm. natives hispanic black it's like they're immigrant dis- it's like they're disposable certain type of immigrant yeah it, it, it's crazy like now they what Texas has what a new uh they just passed some new laws, right? Or some shit about yeah. If you uh, have anybody like, who is not documented with you, or if you it's appear called to trafficking. Be, yeah, yeah, you can be you can be racially profiled now. 800, 800 new laws. Mm-hmm. And that, and and for me, I mean, overnight. Yeah, and I and sleep. I could see like especially for for us, you know, like we're Hispanic dominated area here in South Texas. So, like the last thing I want is to be inconvenienced just by being pulled over because like you you know you got papers. Like, what? Yeah. Like, so in Florida, I think that's already a thing where they're doing that to people. They're pulling them over. Like, I have a trip to Florida coming up. Anytime And the first thing that me and my family talked about was like, should we take extra, like, paperwork, like, with us? I would. Just to have it on hand? Because the last thing I want is some bullshit. Anytime it starts becoming a joke or a threat, Mm -hmm. I could call ICE. When it's, like, that sort of thing, it's a thing. I would, dude. It's a thing. And, 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 like, I do plan, like, you know, me and my kids... I'm like, yo, I'm taking extra documentation if I need to. Like, the last thing I want is to be in Florida trying to have a good time with my family on vacation. And boom, it's like we got to get approached. And and now we're being threatened because we potentially don't belong here. Mm-hmm. Like, you can't even go and have just your good time with your family. And that's all you're concerned about. And now it's like I got to concern myself with other shit. And I'm not I'm not sure with those with those specific departments. Mm-hmm. But if they have quotas, well, that's the thing. You're in fucking trouble. Mm-hmm. I believe in Florida, it's like a roundup. So they're just so they have quotas. They do have quotas. So uh, they got to. That's a problem. And see, and that's why I'm like, I'm willing to go with paperwork because I got to make my numbers. Yeah, yeah. I mean, look, look at it. you have a quota just for traffic tickets at the end of the month. So yeah, it, they it, they have actual towns where the population mm-hmm. of the town is four percent African American. Mm-hmm. Yeah, the traffic stops are ninety six percent African American. Who they gonna make their numbers Damn. on? Yeah, African American cares. Yeah, mm-hmm. they got to make their number. If you have a quota, you're in trouble. Yeah, dude. And I, and I think Florida might be right there, and that's oh, but I Texas would, and Florida. Yeah, yeah, they're almost they're in bed with each other. We're sneaky. We're quiet about it. They're yeah. loud with it. Yeah, that's the difference. Yeah. But you know, like I said, hopefully, like you know, I just hope for the best. You know, at the end of the day, you have to move in in the smartest way possible. And and do what you got to do, but we live in weird times, fucking weird times, you know. Yeah. And and, it, and it's unfortunate. It gets scary for some of us, you know. Like I said, like roundups, roundups are scary to me. How many people get rounded up from like you know like immigrants coming in and they don't see their and, family members? And it again? should be scary because, like I said earlier, hey man, you are what I put on this paper. Mm-hmm. Yeah. If somebody has power over you like that and they got to make a number, and if they're used to making their numbers. They're used to not caring about what happens after you. Of course. You're not my problem. Yeah. My job was just me. to get you here. After that, man, that's you and you're, your kids. You're, you're out of my hands. I don't hands. ever have to see you. And if you're from another state, even worse. Oh, yeah. I don't have to see you again. Yeah. And see, And that's just another state. Imagine another country. They man, don't give look. a fuck. To be quiet about these things, mm-hmm. in my personal opinion, after a while, is, is cowardice. Yeah. I, I don't agree. respect it. If you're mad at something that's not, like, real... Like oh, internet oh. justice. If you're mad at something mm-hmm. like that, I mean, if you're scared of internet justice, you're not equipped for life. Yeah. 
life is much because there's real shit going on much harder mm-hmm. than real that. shit going on yeah there it's much more harder yeah. people mad about their lashes no <laughs> Come on now. <laughs> I didn't want to put it down. People but start whole fights about lashes. I feel like it's my responsibility <laughs> mm-hmm. to speak on the things that you see that pull yeah. at your conscience. Yeah. Right or wrong, talk to me about it. But some of us, I, some people live in, in, a, in a fantasy world. You know, they forget the there's a reality that's, that's taking place out here. And, and you just don't notice, especially here where we live, because it's not necessarily directly affecting you. You know, mm-hmm. and, you know, but so for other people... That's not the case. You know, people losing families, they losing their own lives, you know, and and nobody speaks on it. it. I mean, it is it is happening to you. It just happens to you quiet. Yeah, in a different way. Book banning and all of this stuff like that and shaping of curriculums. They're shaping your like they're having meetings to shape the way your kids think. Mm-hmm. That level of forethought that's happening to your family is crazy to me. Yeah. Mm-hmm. It's crazy. It's mm-hmm. just sneaky. You see it, but you don't think it affects you. You might not notice your it, kids but it is occurring. Yeah, so your kids don't know anything about their own history. Mm-hmm. On purpose. Yeah, I think little by little, they're just erasing that. So that way you don't know anything about if it. If I can shape the way you, you know, you're, I'm not worried about you. You're old news. You'll die soon. Mm-hmm. But yep. I got to shape the way your kids think. Yeah, because they're, they're next. So they go further and further away from your culture or mm-hmm. knowing the truth further and further. It's almost like, have you ever read or, like, try to go over, like, some of your kids' work? And it's like, it doesn't resemble the shit that you had when you were growing up. But even our shit was shit. No, yeah. it was. But, like, there's some shit that I look at and I'm like, I don't know how to fucking do that. Like, <laughs> that shit looks completely... Well, the math I, stuff, yeah. It's so different. Like, the yeah, math is not even the same. I don't even know how to <clears> solve <throat> math problems today in their way, in their, like, today's version of school. If you look at their actual work, I'm like, bro, I don't know what the fuck I'm looking at. I don't like this shit is not like how it was when I was in elementary, middle school and all that shit. I will say this. I give uh, I give major props to the history departments and UTSA and Northwest Vista, which is predominantly uh, taught by Hispanics. Mm-hmm. They teach truth. Mm-hmm. You can get in trouble, mm-hmm. but they're like, fuck it. Yeah, their their history departments are amazing. They taught some stuff that even I and I'm I was like, holy shit. I did not know this. Mm hmm. It's amazing. So big props to them. Yeah, yeah, for sure, for sure. Um, I know we got to get out of here. We we mm-hmm. are over the two hour mark. Nice. Um, way to go, Rudy. Good conversation. My bad. <laughs> you talk too fucking much, man. Dude, it's it's all you, Rudy. <laughs> Only bro. fans. Yeah, you're you're ruining the CSP. way to go. You <laughs> knew that was gonna get <laughs> us. You knew it as soon as you said only and I fans. Had more. Just okay, <laughs> say more. He's like, oh yeah, we didn't even get to the porn. Go on. Yeah. You know, I hate that coffee makes my piss thing. Yeah, that was personal. No, but that's that's a true. Like, if, if you if you chug like the coffee and you piss right after, it just smells like coffee. Hey man, like piss coffee. Wait till you get to your forties. Yeah, shit gonna change. Not all of a sudden you go from <laughs> you go from piss to urine. Oh, like real urine. Like what the fuck happened to me? He's like, dude, I drank water all day. My shit still look like fucking lightning, bro. Just wait. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> then at night you're going two, three times a night. It's then you got to get up at night. Yep. No, well, I do. Not I'm, me. 40, I'm 46. Not me. So I like, oh. it's, it just started like about a year ago. Like, what the fuck? Dang, you got to get up at night to piss? That's crazy. Yep. I never had to get up at night to piss. Mm-hmm. That's wild. Oh, shit. just wait. Just wait. Yeah, you just <laughs> wait until <laughs> your bladder is fucking destroyed. Yo, that'd be, <laughs> By that'd the time be, you're the, that'd be fucking 40. sad to like wake up and like you're in the position now in the age where like you think you can still hold your piss overnight and you're waking up with a piss bed. Oh, no. I mean, well, that, that would, would, be, that would yeah. be terrible. 
I'm not telling that, anyone. That's adult diaper time, man. <laughs> Shit. Yo, that's wild. 40 year old with a diapers on. That's crazy. Anyway, uh, so question of the week, man. Y'all already know what it's all about. Where we champion the women of the world. And uh, I do want to shout out um uh, our guest last week. I even though we completely forgot to go ahead and do crushes, I said I wasn't gonna forget this week. But uh shout out to Natalie and Nicole for joining us last week. That was a very good episode. But we're getting right back to it. Um, I'm gonna go ahead and do one that you just mentioned. Um, because I think, you know, uh the woman who got silenced, uh Sadia Khan. Yeah. Um she she's beautiful, not only that, but like, you know, just for for her getting shut down. Mm-hmm. Like you didn't you know, it's crazy that you could have a voice and when it starts to actually take action and make noise and make other people move, they yeah. silence you like that. And that's I, I personally don't like that. Um, so I'm gonna go ahead and do a shout out to Sadia Khan. Okay. Rooney? Well, you know what? I'm gonna go a little freaky. Oh shit. Oh shit. Uh, I'm part of a I 30- like this. Uh, I'm, my friend Cody Lee, she's a big time YouTuber. Do I need uh, the splash? Not yet, not yet. Okay. I'm part of his 31 <laughs> on 31 this year where we rank 31 movies, and it's going to be like a big deal on his channel, my channel on Halloween. And I watched all these horror movies. I watched all the Hellraisers, including, oh, yeah. including the remake that came out yeah, a couple yeah, years yeah. ago. So my crush of the week is the female pinhead that came out. Dude, I was just watching that the other day. Yeah. Was I was like, like, I like this. Yeah. There's, there's something like uh, subconsciously that I'm attracted to these Cenobites. If I had a, my own, they, they'd all be like sluts. So, <laughs> <laughs> like, God damn it. All right. There you go. I like it. Female Cenobite. Yep. I don't think I have one, huh? You don't have a, man, you have so many people. Lucy Lou. Just random Lucy Lou? <laughs> I haven't seen her lately, but man. You know what? Let that me, lady just let me, looks great. Let me challenge you. What is your favorite out of the movies earlier we were talking about, the horror films? Mm-hmm. What is one of what you would say is your favorite one amongst all these demonic films that you enjoy? Even zombie films. Let's include all of it in a bunch. Which one would you say is your favorite? Right now, what I, I'll say I'm still stuck on. The Shining, because I, I just have, especially this year, I rewatched it, and I still find it super disturbing, and I just, I have an appreciation hey, for it. Hey, pick Jack, Jack Nicholson's girl. She's getting beat. <laughs> yeah, I'm going to take the old lady out the tub. Hey, hey, save her, bro. The old lady out the tub. <laughs> I'm taking the old lady that, out the is tub. Is that who you're rolling with? <laughs> I'm taking the old lady out the tub. I hey, I, I like sick. it, man. I like it. I'm Yo, let... Ghost Ship was dope, too. Yeah. Mm-hmm. I don't remember if I ever saw Ghost Ship. That cable at the beginning was yes. pretty messed up. Crazy. I'm going to have to tap in. You've never seen Ghost Ship? I don't think I've ever seen Ghost Ship before. Prometheus 2? The Prometheus. Uh, yeah, that was good. Event Horizon, I think, was you good. Know Event who, Horizon. I think that's what I'm talking know, about. Yeah, I think that's what you meant. Yeah. You know who I was attracted to? I actually had an original crush. It was going to be from, uh, you know, the the haunting series they have? Like, there's various ones they had on Netflix for a little while. The haunting, yeah. Mm-hmm. Um, What is the old girl? Uh, She's this, actually in the new show. The fall of the of House the Usher, of Usher. House of Usher. Um, she's been they've been playing the same characters in each one of these like mm-hmm. series, right? But who's the main girl? She's the the bartender. No, oh, I like her too though. Carla, I love her. In I like everything. Her. I was she was actually my crush for last week. I love her in everything, dude. It's something especially what, Watchmen. What's the movie she's in where she goes on the like the little trip with her husband and he tries to get crazy and he just dies of a fucking like heart attack I'm on top sure. of her. You know what? Oh, I'll say yeah. Carla Gugino. Yes, her. Yeah. I, yeah, her. Yeah, she falls. I love her and everything, man. But I will say, um, let me let me say Angela Bassett in American Horror Story. Oh, 
We're gonna have to tap out on Angela Bassett, though. Bro, she's she's been she's been picked like 18 times this she's year. She's the one. <laughs> yeah, she's gorgeous. She's the one. We gotta give some other women opportunities on these Crush of the Week shows. But um, what's uh what's the old girl's name? Kate Sie- Siegel. Oh, that's Mike Flanagan's uh wife. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. So she's gorgeous, yeah. So she plays in there, and I started watching that show uh what, like day before yesterday. It's good. And I'm How, like, Yo. Fall of House of Usher? Yeah. See, for me, it's like it started off. Great, dark. It feels Tim Burtonish. Yeah, yeah. I like the boo scares, like mm-hmm. the clown in the car and stuff. But after a while, it just starts feeling like Netflix show. How far did you get? Like episode three. I told my homeboy because he's the one who suggested it to me, mm-hmm. and I was oh, like, "It's great, man." It's it. starting to feel like Umbrella Academy, except they were doing superhero stuff, so it's still interesting. Yeah, mm-hmm. yeah. Okay. It's starting to feel like a Netflix show. But one thing I like about her and like those series that she was doing, they're not really tied, but they have like little references. And I like when I catch them. For example, like Kate, she did that movie Hush, right? Mm -hmm. And she was like the deaf writer. Mm -hmm. Well, the book is in one of the hauntings. Or uh, which one is it? Uh, Midnight Mass. Midnight Mass. Yeah. Mm -hmm. And I was like, that's crazy how it's tied, but not necessarily all the way tied. Yeah. Like where they're not in relation necessarily, Mm -hmm. but they just... Felt like putting it in. Yeah, I thought that was pretty dope. You know who Mike Flanagan is, right? The yeah, the writer director of all those mm-hmm. shows. Yeah, I follow him and his wife on TikTok, Kate Siegel. So they're pretty funny. Their yeah. house is fucking awesome, dude. A bunch of horror shit and all that. So that's crazy. Yeah, uh, awesome. Also, I did like the the mom who played in the recent Evil Dead Rises. Yeah, that was good. I thought she did like a phenomenal job, but I already made her crush, so it's okay. You know what's good? Five Nights at Freddy's. I just saw it yesterday. The what? Five Nights at Freddy's. I saw it yesterday with my son. Mm. It was better than what I thought it was going to be. It's good. Good entry-level horror movie for kids, kind of like Gremlins and The mm-hmm. Gate. You know, something scary enough to kind of get them into the horror genre, but it yeah, was yeah. better than what I thought. I was like, holy shit, this is it, good. Will my son enjoy it if he's, like, used to, like, conjuring movies? Oh, yeah. Okay, cool. Yeah, he'll enjoy it. Yeah. Because my, my son is at that, I think I got him into it maybe a little too early to where some of the shit he watches that we might find is classic. He's like, that's all right. And I'm like, God damn it. <laughs> but uh, yeah, man, Rudy, thanks again for joining us on another uh-huh. episode. Uh, this is episode 296. Yes, man. sir. Wow. Um, on the road at 300. We're just weeks away now. Um, and then, of course, Kai, as always. Hi, guys. Uh, hey. It's, it's, the guy you, it's the guy you love to hate. Hey, guys. He's here. Uh, but yeah, man, everybody who tunes in, make sure y'all tune in. Uh, if you're a new listener, we're also available. Apple Podcasts, Spotify. Google podcast all over the place. Any any major podcast platform, we are there. iHeart. Um, shout out to everyone. This has been a phenomenal year. I think you know uh, a lot of great people we've spoken to. I just want to make sure I shout them out, and I do want to kind of go over and show my appreciation at the end of the year. So mm-hmm. um, I will be shouting out everybody. Some of my favorite episodes. I definitely want to do that. So look forward to that. We also got some other special shit coming up, but I'm not announcing that shit just yet. Uh, but yeah, man, appreciate you joining us again. Anytime. Uh, oh, real quick, where can they find you? Oh, I have two YouTube channels, uh, Root Advice with Rudy A for the advice piece, movie piece. I have Gen X reviews on YouTube as well. Mm-hmm. TikTok is my biggest platform, uh, Rudy A official. And of course, there's a Root Advice podcast. Of course, of course. Mm-hmm. We need to see more review videos. Those need to come back. I got a ton in the pipeline. If I got to show up and join you to make it happen, <laughs> I will be there. All I right. will become an actor overnight. Okay, cool. But yeah, man, hey, episode 296 of the CSP, baby.